Good morning. It's 8.40. It is Thursday morning. This is KHEA Radio. We're going to be having a fun show. We're going to be talking about some educational stuff for kids. We're also going to be talking about a car show that's taking place really soon. I think it's the 7th and the 9th, but it's coming up in uh, in June. But it's going to be amazing. Yeah, there's a bunch of trucks and cars. It's the 4th annual. Uh, I, I guess you're going to go and show off your, your truck if you have a lifted truck. Um, it kind of reminded me of uh, that movie from a long time ago, Fast and Furious. Okay. I saw some pictures on their Instagram. I'm going to pull that up right now. But I don't know if it's like one of the lifted truck shows. I think it's more of like, man, the, like low riders. And I, I actually, I do see one lifted truck here, but there's like some drop trucks is more of what I've seen. So check it out. This is their Instagram, Show Off Car Show. And this is a shot from their Instagram and there's some really cool stuff like paint jobs and I'm mainly seeing some trucks like some really cool interesting things so this may be an opportunity for you to show off your vehicle maybe an opportunity for you to just go check out some cool cars yeah I believe it's taking place the 7th and the 9th in June and it's going to be at the Galveston County Fairgrounds right here in Hitchcock Texas so it's going to be right in our backyard we're super excited about it yeah we were at the fairgrounds for the Galveston County Fair where our good friends Los Primos and we also had Arnold from the pit stop you know with his cook-off team doing what they do and Los Primos actually won that that event which was really cool to see and they were also at the San Leon Oyster Festival which we dropped a video yesterday kind of showing off what happened a little bit of a highlight not of course it wasn't everything because there was so much going on we almost needed a camera crew to capture everything. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of interesting to kind of be able to look back, you know, because it was, what, four days ago, Saturday? Yeah. Uh, just kind of the fun experience that we had meeting Mickey Gilly, eating tons of oysters. I had actually forgotten about there's a, a special section at the end of the video of me, like, licking the shell and uh, I had actually forgotten that that had happened. It was pretty gross. It was early. <laughs> it was pretty it, gross. It was early in the in the day. I have a question. Was it as gross watching it in video probably as it was for me in real life? And do you realize that that's what you look like licking the shell? It was amazing. It was a great <laughs> show. You have to lick it. If it's good, you got to walk through and lick it as much as possible. No? That's not always the case. I mean, sometimes, yeah. If you, it's good, you're going to lick it. Is that like what your mom had to say? Like, now, curtsy, you're going to finish your food. You got to lick your your oyster shells before you go to bed. Like, we didn't have oyster shells growing up in, in landlocked uh, Nebraska. You like, had but... to lick your fingers or, or otherwise your mom was like offended. Like, exactly. <laughs> you got to lick, get the spoon, lick the plate. The spoon with the, you know, cook, you know, cookie dough on it. Yeah, that's that's a possibility. But yeah, sometimes it's just, I don't know. It may, it may be good for you, but other times. People like me are like going back and watching the video, and I struggled. I was like, "Do I put this in the video or not?" You got to put it gross, in the video. But I wanted to give another shout out to Los Primos for them, um, you know, making an appearance in the video, and everybody else who just stumbled in it. You got to give willingly respect. Or not. You got to give respect to the cooks. Yes, and always. that was respectful of the cook for you to lick the oyster shell. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey, we're gonna go on the FM real quick. This is KHEA Radio. Stay tuned. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy. And I'm Kurt. It's 8.43 a.m. on a Thursday. We're streaming live on Facebook. Good morning, Lori, Kim, Amy, Thomas, Yvonne, everybody that's hanging out with us and going back and watching this video later. If you're listening on 99.5 FM, we appreciate you taking the time to listen to us this morning. Make this a part of your routine 
every day. This is your new morning routine, and we appreciate you taking the time. We uh, start Kickstarter about 8.30. We go till 11 and have different guests in. Today, we have a couple of awesome guests. Yeah, coming up uh, later on today, starting at 9, we're going to be having a, a, some kids, some students from San Leon who are trying to raise some funds to go to STEM camp this summer and it's kind of a a fun opportunity they're going to be at altitude trampoline park tonight doing a fundraiser there so we're going to be talking to them about that plus at 10 o'clock we're going to be talking about trucks and everything else yeah with the with the kids in in san leon we had kelly in studio yesterday and she was sharing about all of the awesome events taking place like a walking calendar you know that she kind of vouches for and and that was a great time so this this camp that these kids are going to, I believe it's associated with the University of Houston. Now, there's a lot of cost that goes into each one of these kids. You had to get accepted into the program. There's, you know, there's a whole big deal with it, right? So it's a big deal. And so these kids, what they're doing is they're fundraising, raising some money, so that way this summer they can raise about the five thousand. Uh, $6,000 they need to be able to go and participate in this camp, which is a big deal. You know, I like that it teaches these kids a little bit about going out and working for something that you truly, really want. You know, when we when we want something, we work hard. We go and make extra money, you know, and it kind of teaches them that, that they're doing this fundraising stuff. Yeah, fundraising is something that was a big part of my my childhood. You know, whether we were going to to camp or competitions or raising money for new uniforms. So this is a great opportunity for us as a community to show these kids, hey, if you work hard, you have a, a dream and a vision, it can come to pass. So there's an opportunity for you to participate tonight. If you go to Altitude Trampoline Park, we're going to be finding out the times and, and all of the, the details about that. I believe it's only $15. $15, and there's a portion of time you can go, and that funds, or a portion of the funds is going to go straight to these kids so they can go to their STEM, Science, Technology, Engineering, Math. Is that what it stands for, right? Yeah, Science, Technology, Engineering, Math. I think they've added A in some schools now. Art. Art, yeah. science, technology, engineering, art, STEAM. and mathematics. STEAM and STEM. So th- these kids are going to be uh, learning with right here locally at the University of Houston. We're going to be checking out all of that as they come in studio here at 9 o'clock. I actually see them outside of the studio now, so it'll be fun. I know there's some teachers here as well. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. If you're watching on Facebook, share this video out. Yesterday, we had posted some announcements that we're going to be giving away some tickets to the League City Music Festival and Barbecue Cook-Off. It's taking place Friday. It's taking place this weekend. We're, we're giving away some weekend passes. We're giving away some daily passes. I think we already announced a couple of the winners, but throughout this day, we're going to be tagging more. So make sure you stay tuned. Keep your phone by you, and then also kind of keep it in mind that you're going to be needing to make plans to get to KHEA Radio to pick these up because this starts tomorrow, and it's something you don't want to miss. Like Nick in the Groove is playing tomorrow, which is really cool and a big deal. We've never been able to to see Nick in the Groove perform yet live, so I might keep some of these tickets. It's probably and, a smart idea. Yeah. Myself. You know, tomorrow we're actually going to be live on location at the League City uh, Music Festival and Barbecue Cook-Off. We're going to be doing our, our live remote show on location. We're going to be talking to people like the the mayor of League City, Pat Hallisey. We're going to be talking to um, the Lions Club. There's, it's apparently Kids Day, Friday during the day, so there's going to be students and kids running around League City uh, at Walter Hall Park. And so we're going to have a fun experience kind of talking to them, learning about everything that's going on. Maybe it has some musicians on. It's going to be a packed show that you're not going to want to miss tomorrow on location from the League City Music Festival barbecue cook-off. Last time we had Mayor Hallisey in studio, it was a great time. And then we ran into him at the Lighthouse Christian Charities Gala event that took place at the, the Lone Star Flight Museum. 
And we talked to him. We're like, hey, how's it going? We got him on our live video and asked him, when are you going to come back on? He said, anytime. I'm I'm happy to come back on. So we kind of called and made that happen. So we're going to be able to talk to him tomorrow. I'm excited. I'm uh I was wondering if he was just trying to be polite on, you know, it's kind of like those things where you go and ask your yes. mom if your best friend can spend the night. You know, at least my mom, she always got upset when I did it when the when my friend was standing right there. Yeah. Because you can't say no. Oh, sure. Moments. My mom said no all the time. Like, oh, they didn't really? care. Like, no, you can't. Like, but they did tell me, hey, don't ask when the person's there. That's just kind of like a courtesy. Right. Yeah, my mom would that because she's like, I can't say no. And so I would do it purposely so that I could have my best friend spend the night. Dang. Well, there you go. Your mom got bamboozled, huh? You showed her. <laughs> I did. Um, but Mayor Halsey did say, hey, yeah, anytime, let me know. But then we asked. And he was like, yeah, anytime, I'll be there. So I guess he really meant it. Because tomorrow he's going to be an honor show. But if he if he's not there, then we know. He was like, well, they called and asked off the phone, and I just didn't have the heart to tell them. <laughs> but we'll see. We're going to be at the League City Music Festival tomorrow, 8.30 to 11, doing our morning program on location at Walter Hall Park. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is going to be an opportunity for you to see some behind the scenes. Maybe you're going to be at work. Maybe you're at home. Can't make it till that evening to see Nick in the Groove and some other people. But... You can hang out with us for a bit at the event. You know, I love the fact, and, and it's kind of cool to, to look at this. KHEA Radio is one of the only radio stations in the entire country that are is going out on location and doing stuff like that. It's so much fun. It's a blast to do. Kurt, it's when you so just drop stuff like that, like we're the only radio. There's a ton of radio stations that go out on location and Not do like stuff like we that. We do. It's so much fun. You're gonna have to tune back in tomorrow in order to watch it. I can't wait till Kurt writes his book one day, oh, and it's, it's gonna, gonna be... be like how I revolutionized the world, <laughs> you know. And and it's gonna be a retelling of the story, and I'm gonna be like reading the book. And Kurt, this didn't happen. Like, did anybody fact check this? I'm gonna see myself. You're you like doing need, a book signing. You don't need to be book. Like when you're writing your own book, it doesn't need to be like it actually happened. It's right? like nonfiction. You know, it's like it was fiction, right? It was. Uh, borderline <laughs> fantasy novel what happened in, here's what you name it what happened in Kirk Casper's head you know the Kirk Casper story right and then um, I can write like a what is that called like a you so if somebody writes a book and then there's like a guide that goes along is it with a it, eulogy not no. a eulogy that's what some fast <laughs> So when you write a book, it's a guide. It's a guide oh, that goes okay. along with it. And it's like, okay, after you read page one, there's like a little star after the third paragraph. And then you go read the color code and it's where I'm like, okay, here's what actually happened. And then you're like, oh, okay, now it makes sense. And then it's just like a, a follow along guide. I feel like that would help. A follow along guide. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> all of that to say we're going to be in League City tomorrow, Walter Hall Park, hanging out with the League City Music Festival. If you want to go hang out with us, feel free to it. It's 851. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. Kickstart's going to be on till 11. If you want to get a hold of us for any reason, how can they do that, Kurt? Yeah, they can go ahead and give us a call at 346-704-1806. You can also send a text message to that. It rings both Guardian Eyes phones. So if you wanted to bug us, you can do that, 346-704-1806. You can also reach out to us on Facebook. You can also send us an email at KHEA. At KHEARadio.com. Hey, so Amy said Cliff Notes. That's the. <laughs> That's what it. Man. Kids these days don't know about Cliff Notes. I'm sure they do. It's not like they stopped, you know, really? stopped needing them. I thought that was just our thing in high school. And then if whenever the internet came out, which I was, you know, around when the internet, like, became around, right? 
It was Sparknotes, and you went was to it? Sparknotes.com. Yes, and you would get, like, you wouldn't have to read. <laughs> no, but, uh, yes, You exactly. wouldn't have to read because you could le- read the, the, the little notes, yeah. and you knew exactly what happened. We yeah, I can either read a book that's like this thick, thick, like two inches thick, or I can read this little pamphlet that's like Our, like a quarter inch thick and learn even more. Like, be you would learn more from that because it's profound, explaining all of the comparisons and stuff that I didn't understand. Our our teachers would figure it out. Yeah, because if you knew all of the comparisons, well, they would go to Spark Notes, read what was in Spark Notes or whatever it is, the Cliff Notes, and then they would go back and make the test or the quizzes. That did everything that was not in the Spark Notes. Or the, so you would have to read the book. Like you couldn't just go and read the, you know, the, the, the shortened version. Spark Notes covered everything worthwhile in the book, though. I know. They would pick the things that weren't worthwhile in the book it's in like, order to quiz you over so that you couldn't just read the Spark Notes. It's like what color was uh, in the Crucible, you know, Goody, whoever. Like what color was her bonnet, you know, white. Ooh, that wasn't in the Cliff Notes or the Spark Notes, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it drove me nuts. I was like, can you just be like all the other teachers and not know? And she's like, I'm a young teacher. I know what it's like. Because that's how I got through college, too. But I'm not going to let you get through right, high school that way. Right. Yeah. Stinking. Spark notes. <sighs> I'm going to write the, the cliff notes to Kurt's book. So uh, stay tuned f- for that. Hey, uh, a couple of people were mentioning their cars. And so man, some of you, you people have some amazing car, a 56 T-Bird and a 73 a Corvette or a 63 Corvette, man, those would be fit in quite nice, I suppose, at the at the show-off car show. I'm super excited to bring my 2010 Jeep Compass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs> I mean, it's it's been featured in multiple videos. It was. It was featured in a, in a video <laughs> with the San Leon Oyster Festival at the end. I was just thinking there was somebody at uh, – at the uh, San Leon Oyster Festival, mm-hmm. and uh, she was in, apparently in the Urban Cowboy, and she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm Jessica from the Urban Cowboy, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. That, that movie's a big deal. <laughs> I know, but I didn't know who it was. Like, she like, expected me to know, like, yeah, I'm Jessica from Urban Cowboy, and I was like, okay. Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing with my Jeep Compass. I'm like, um, this is the 2010 Jeep Compass. Yeah. Like, you're it's like- a big deal. <laughs> I think you finally realize what other people feel like when you're like, I'm Kurt from KHEA Radio, or like, this is my car from the, all the videos, hello, and everybody are like, okay, they're smiling and be like, yeah, all right, and they like mouth at me, is he okay, and I'm like, no, borderline, he's all right, but, <laughs> that's kind of yeah. what it was, but you know, that was a big deal, and really cool to have some of the original cast from Urban Cowboy there, yes, it's it was legit. cool, but I was me- talking to my mom about it, and she was like, you know, that's her favorite movie, like, all time. Or, like, she said top two, Urban Cowboy. And I was talking to some other people about it, and they're all about it, too. Like, Kelly yesterday was talking about Gillies and, you know, the movie Urban Cowboy. She's like, yeah, Urban Cowboy. You know, it, it's a big deal. Yeah, I didn't grow up it's in Texas, neat. though, so it wasn't one of those things that I had to, like, go out of my way and see. Well, you know, it I wasn't like- just a movie released in Texas. It's a, mo- a movie with John Travolta released worldwide. So I there's realize, that. but like, I feel like if you grew up in this area, so you're you can gonna- just turn your cowboy boots in at the end of the day <laughs> and go back to Nebraska, and everybody will be okay <laughs> for sure. And there's that. There's that. Okay. Um, let us know. Hey, what do you have going on today? If you're watching on Facebook, um, a lot of people are saying. Good morning. So good morning to you as well. We appreciate you taking the time to tune in. We're going to be talking about STEM and some local kids from San Leon, Texas. Some local kids are going to be going to camp. They're going to STEM camp at the University of Houston this summer. We're going to see 
the different ways they're fundraising, the different ways they're trying to make it happen. They can uh, go and, and live out a uh, an awesome summer, you know, and learn as well. You know, one of the things I'm excited to ask them about is the Altitude Trampoline Park. Because I feel like that, for me, would be a fun opportunity tonight. You know, like to just go and jump. You should go. Go and jump. Would they get mad? Why would they get mad? You're big, like paying and supporting their their dreams here. I realize, but I'm going to take over the whole trampoline park. It's a pretty big park, Kurt. I'm going to take it over. Like, How are you going to take it over? They're going to want to kick me out after a little bit because I'm going to be jumping around and like playing dodgeball. That's what everybody's going to be doing there, just I jumping know. around. Okay, <laughs> okay. As long as they're okay with it, I'm down. Well, that's why they give people clean socks. You know, they they give you like a pair of socks. You know, can I bring my old pair that I, I think already you have? can as long as they're clean. I really think you can. <laughs> they're not clean. Okay. Well, there's that. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. We're gonna take a break from the FM. We're gonna keep it going on Facebook. We're gonna be talking to these local kids doing some really cool things. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Stay tuned. Education. All right. Let me go take care of these kiddos. You want to talk about our app? I might. I might want to. We'll see. But, hey, I want to talk to you guys and and learn about what you guys got going on today. So it's Thursday. My wife asked me yesterday, hey, what do you have going on? And so I looked at the calendar, and besides the morning show, at this time it looks like, you know, the afternoon's clear for the most part. So it's going to be interesting to see what we can get into. Yeah, this evening, Altitude Trampoline Park, it's going to be an opportunity for you to go support these kids from San Leon that are raising some money to go to a STEM camp at the University of Houston. So the app, that's a great question. When is the app releasing? There's about three more things that we need to do before we have the KHEA radio app. One of those things is make sure that we have, I'm going to show you on my phone, the icon. So like looking at, uh, you know, any app, if you look at your phone, there's a little icon. So, you know, Facebook has the F, Twitter has their logo, which is the bird. I have the Amico app, um, you know, ESPN, Fantasy, football app, Instagram app, all of these logos. So we need to finalize what we're going to pick as ours because once you pick it, you're set. And then if you want to change it, you have to pay more money. So we don't want to do that. We don't want to um, you know, have to keep making changes. We want to make it to where we can pick it and be good to go. And then there's a couple descriptions that we have to do as well. And then after we, do, after we get all that finalized, we're going to submit it. And once it's submitted, then, hey, we should be good. So, hey, we got a... Uh, we got Kurt making some noise <laughs> in the background, and we also have some uh, some some local kids, some local teachers making their way into the studio, and we're going to be learning about everything that's going on. They're going to be raising some money so they can go to uh, STEM camp that's taking place this summer. So how's everybody doing today? Good. How are you this morning? I'm good. Pretty good. Pretty good. So is the camp taking – is it at University of Houston? It is housed at the University of Houston, yes. Okay, cool. Um and it's STEM camp, right? Yes. It's a STEM camp that the kids get to go to. Um, they will be there for six days and nights with only phone calls to mom and dad. So I think they're all really excited about that. Wait, the parents or the kids? All of us. <laughs> Everybody's Everybody. excited. Well, that's awesome. Hey, that's going to be a lot of fun. So six days, six nights. And it's on campus? Like, they're going to stay in the dorms? or Yeah, they're, they stay in the dorms that normal, normal college kids stay in. So it's wow. super exciting. And how old are, all, are the kids that are going to be going? They're in fourth grade, so they're 9 and 10. Okay. Yeah. You know, to be 9 and 10 years old and have the opportunity to stay in a, a college dorm and get a little taste of, you know, college life, 
kind of a big deal. It's huge. You know, especially coming out of San Leon, most of these kids don't even have the opportunity to see different college campuses. So to go and stay for that amount of time in the dorms at this age is going to be life-changing for them. Yeah, definitely. It can uh, get the wheels turning and start to dream. Absolutely. Their wheels already turn constantly, Mm -hmm. but this will get it going faster for sure. That's cool. So can you share a little bit about STEM? What exactly is it? So STEM is, um, it stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. So it's a lot of hands-on activities. They learn through inquiry and um, just they learn by doing. Um, And it focuses a lot on just different aspects and different careers that these kids want to go into anyways. Do y'all want to tell them a little bit about what each day would be like when you're there? Okay. So one day we'll be engineering. Another day we'll do like CSI. And then another day we will... Medical. So they have a day that's devoted to just medical aspects. Mm-hmm. And then a day that they investigate, see as they go through a real life um, crime scene and they try to crack that. And then another day they go through the engineering process. And every day involves two different STEM challenges that mm-hmm. they have to complete with. And it also um, builds leadership skills throughout each day. Okay, wow. So there's going to be a lot going on. Each day is going to focus on something on something brand new and different. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they have a packed day. It starts with breakfast at 7.30 in the morning, and they don't return to their dorm until 9 o'clock at night. Wow. So it's very packed and full of fun stuff for them to do. Okay, so, so how many kids are going to be going from uh, the, the San Leon group? So from San Leon, we have nine kids that will be joining together to go to this camp okay so nine kids Mm -hmm. um from from and they're all nine or ten years old right and that's the fourth grade yes okay cool what's the name of the school san leon elementary san leon elementary okay that's awesome so we're learning right now a bit about um everything that's going on and we may have some uh, a stream restart or something right okay so it's all going good but um i'm excited y'all are here today we're very excited yeah So what do you teach at the school? How does the element, do you all switch classes or is it like everybody in in one? We have, um, they have one switch class. So for my class, all of the kids are in my class and I teach them math and science. Mm -hmm. And then they have another switch class that where they learn reading, language arts and social studies. Okay. Uh, Where are you from originally? The Dallas area. From from Dallas. Okay. Yeah. Man, they had a really nice football stadium. Yeah. It's like ridiculous. (laughs) It's Their like, football team's really good, so yeah, there Go was Lions. Arti- I think like artificial turf and like everything, because yes. we'd go play uh, like some playoff games there, and because it's such a nice stadium, and I guess in the middle, it's a good location, and it's huge. Yeah, it's very <laughs> yeah. big, so that's cool. All right, <clears throat> we're gonna have to create a new stream. Would yeah. you guys be able to share it out again? Yeah. Sure, we uh-huh. just re- relaunch it. Sorry. It looked like our internet dropped down to like nothing. No. I saw it happening and then there was nothing I could do. They're never this quiet, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, nope. Cool. Yeah. So the altitude thing is tonight, right? Yeah. From five to nine tonight, we're doing an altitude fundraiser. All the kids will be out there supporting it and jumping and having a great time. Um, 
So we have that tonight, and then we have a couple of others coming up as well. Is it $15? It's $15 to jump for two hours. Okay. And um, we will get part of the proceeds from from the five to nine time slot. Okay, we got eight seconds. Kurt, so go ahead and, go ahead and start it, and we'll, we'll do this. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. And we are excited to have some guests in studio. We have some awesome guests, uh, some young guests, and then we have some teachers from San Leon. How are y'all doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm glad that y'all are here hanging out with us. And so I see on your shirt, it says the SLES STEM Tastic Crew. So is it say the SLES STEM Tastic Crew? How does that go? And what does that mean? San Leon Boom. Okay. The San Leon Elementary School STEM-tastic crew. So you guys are raising some money because y'all are going to be doing something this summer that I don't think that many 9 and 10-year-olds have the opportunity to do. What exactly is going on this summer? We're going to be going to a camp at the University of Houston. Wow. So the University of Houston is putting on a STEM camp. And there's about nine, or is, how many kids? Nine kids? We have nine kids from San Leon going. Okay, that's awesome. How did these kids get selected or apply to be able to go? So they were nominated by one of our teachers at the school, Miss Singleton. Say thank you, Miss Singleton. Thank you, Miss Singleton. <laughs> um, and the nominations are based on several things. It's They're based on their grades, their attitude, their attendance, their teachability mm-hmm. as well, and then um, just how well they handle inquiry situations. Okay, and so there's there's nine kids. They're going to be going. There has to be some cost associated with that. What is associated? So the tuition for a six-day, six-night stay is $2,300 per kid. Okay, wow. So it's pretty it's, – it's up there. It's in – it's hard for these kids to be able to come up with that kind of money. So we're trying to fundraise to help them meet the tuition needs. Okay. Have you all done some events so far? We have. Um, we worked Oyster Fest last weekend in San mm-hmm. Leon, and we sold drinks. The kids did amazing. They weren't happy with the amount of people coming up to the tent. They took our portable coolers and were walking around and selling drinks, <laughs> and they were selling faster than we were at the tent. So wow. they are very active. They're very excited. They are working hard to raise the funds for themselves. Okay. So we were at the San Leon Oyster Fest, and I I should have went and bought all the drinks. I, did. I wish you would have because my garage Man. is full of drinks. <laughs> Well, it was so busy. It was a it was a good event. You right, know, there was yeah. a lot of stuff going on. But I'm glad y'all are out there. And I think it kind of shows a lot about the kind of kids that, that y'all are. The fact that you're like, hey, we can sit here and be shy, or we can go out there and hustle right. and and work. They're you know, very driven. Very where do they get driven. that drive? I guess it just comes natural. I mean, mm-hmm. as their teacher, I work to bring it out in them. But they're they're pretty good leaders themselves, and and they do they do it themselves. Yeah, I just helped build that confidence. So I used to be a teacher in Vermont, and we actually had a STEM classroom, and it was a, a big, big open space. They even had a, a robotics competition room inside of the classroom. All three of these kids are in robotics as well. So I went to, they had a competition. It was a regional competition or something, and they actually built a robot. They spend like weeks and weeks and weeks building this robot, and then they go and they have like a challenge. And I mm-hmm. think this one was the robots had to like, fling stuff across uh this like like catapult yeah like try to get your challenges were hard it was crazy (laughs) i was like what it was like a basketball challenge kind of thing um i thought it was really cool that is awesome um but 
is that stuff that they're doing now as these kids? Because this was high school kids that, that so, were doing yeah, this. So, yeah, all three of these kids plus a couple of others that are going to the STEM camp were in robotics as well. I'm their robotics coach, too. And their mission this year was they had to forklift um, PVC pipes and then go and drop them in a barrier of certain colors. So whatever color pipe they had, they had to drop that pipe in a certain color in order to get points. And so we did three different competitions, and one of them they got third place, and the other one they got fourth. And second. Oh, and oh, and second. Sorry. There you go. I got corrected. How did you guys learn how to do that? We did it with Legos. And Their we, robots were built out of Legos. Mm-hmm. We built the base, and then we had to come up with an idea for the lifter. Yeah. And, like, where do y'all get those ideas? Just brainstorming? Is it a teamwork thing? Yes. Yeah, they all work together on it. It was amazing. Okay. Wow. Um, I, I enjoyed, you know, playing with Legos and doing those kinds of things as a, as a kid, but we didn't have something called STEM. Um, you know, where did that idea come from, and how long have they been doing this, this stuff? STEM's been around for, I would say, probably started getting big 10 or so years but when I was in school, it was a thing, but we didn't know it was a thing. It wasn't yeah. something that was talked about. But now it's huge, and they are trying to promote it all over because it helps with so many different careers that they get the hands-on experience and the problem-solving skills that they do get. So the, the whole idea is it is more hands-on, like you get Absolutely. to actually build stuff instead of just, you know, like textbook. Correct. And for kids, is that a better way to learn, or is it— I don't just like sitting there writing down stuff. I like hands-on. Yeah. And they have to use their problem-solving skills to make things happen. Okay. So, And they have to learn how to work as a team. I think robotics was... Mm-hmm. We saw a couple of, okay, I got to back down now and let this person do what they need to do, and it works. So it's team-building and it's um, problem-solving skills. Yeah. That's stuff that... You have to do like even like in the in work, you know, as a teacher and you know principals and, and working together. So those are actual things that you're gonna have to to do later on as well. So hey, the sooner you can learn it, the better. Right. You mentioned you know the kids working at the San Leon Oyster Festival, mm-hmm. selling drinks and and getting some money, raising it for the camp this summer. What else is scheduled? So y'all are gonna um, try and get some funds in. So we have tonight from five to nine. We have our altitude fundraiser, and um, it's two hours of jump time for fifteen dollars. Altitude socks, if you don't have them, are $2. And we will get a portion of those proceeds from tonight. And then on Saturday, these three kids will be at Kroger in Dickinson for Lemonade Day. And we're mm-hmm. going to be selling drinks, trying to raise money. We also have another group that will be at Bayshore on Saturday for Lemonade Day, trying to sell lemonade and raising funds. Then on the 7th, May 7th, we will be at Bayshore Grill in San Leon raising funds the kids will be taking people to their seats and bringing them silverware or napkins that that sort of thing wow that's that's awesome has Bayshore Grill been a big help with this we would not be able to do what what we've done so far without Frances she has Mm -hmm. been absolutely amazing she's been a good guide for me this is the first big fundraiser thing that I've done as a teacher and she has guided me the whole way she messages me at 11 o'clock at night when i have questions yeah um she comes up to the school she's gotten us funding so it's she's been amazing yeah francis she actually messaged us and was like hey you know can you all talk about the, you're like yeah absolutely you know these are the things that we like we like to talk about right. and things we want to spread awareness about you know being able to go 
at the age of nine or ten years old to a, a, a university, a big one, University of Houston, stay for six six days. And they're staying in the dorms that college kids stay in. Mm-hmm. So once they kick the college kids out for the summer, these guys are moving in for six days. Oh, that man. Amazing. I got some tips on how to stay in a dorm room <laughs> if, you, if you guys need them. <laughs> Guardy, have you ever stayed in a dorm room? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's, it's fun. Interesting. Bring a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have the, isn't there like a special set of like sheets? It's got to st- be the twin extra large. A twin extra large. I remember that because they had to be longer because the, the, beds, the beds at are the dorms are, are longer. It's crazy. It's interesting. It's real nice. It's nice. You're going to enjoy yourselves big time. For Make sure. sure you bring sandals for when you go to the showers. Oh, yes. You don't want to step in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> we'll buy you some water shoes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, taking place this summer, the STEM camp. Someone was asking, how old are kids normally when they get into the STEM programs? So Dickinson ISD has a STEM program that you have to apply for and meet the needs to get in that starts in fifth grade. And they are slowly building it up. Right now, it goes through seventh grade, and then they're going to slowly build that up. Okay. So, we have three kids here in studio today, and I know it's this may be a not a funny question, but do, I know you're young, and maybe y'all, y'all are getting big, you know older and doing all these things, right? And it's awesome, but do you have any idea at this stage today what you want to do whenever you get older? What yes. do y'all want to do when y'all get older? I want to be a fashion designer. Fashion designer. I like that. What do y'all want to do? Uh, mechanical engineer. A mechanical engineer. That's a, that's a good one. If I could go back, I'd tell myself the same thing. <laughs> that's what I would be. And I want to be an airplane pilot. An airplane pilot. I told all three of them, once they become that, not to forget me since I'm doing all this for them. <laughs> Come back and support me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So has this STEM program been able to, I guess, spark those ideas for those careers? Yes. Yeah. Can you all share, I mean, a story about anything? Like, I know we talked a little bit about the robotics. What's something else that you all have done in the STEM program? Anything um, like teamwork or anything at all? Mars Rover. What's that? There was a competition at the University of Houston where we got to build a model rover and present it at the University of Houston. Wow, that's awesome. They had to come up with a mission that they thought a rover should be able to com- compete complete mm-hmm. on Mars. So they researched past rovers, what their mission was, and then they worked in teams to build to come up with the mission they wanted and build the rover based on that. That's cool. So we're talking to some kids from the San Leon Elementary School. We're talking to some teachers as well. You know, are y'all, San Leon has like a very, it's a unique unique area. Absolutely. You know, it, it the water access and the industries that are there, you know, being from San Leon and to be able to go out and represent, does that make y'all feel proud? Like what kind of uh, feelings do y'all get whenever y'all say, hey, I'm from San Leon and I'm going to go do big things? happy yeah you know it seems like it would be a sense of a sense of pride to be able to be from san leon and then still you know go and do these awesome things but kurt with the stem program and you being in a background of education what other things did you see from kids in stem well i i I just want i guess want to know why they chose stem if you're asking me like why did you guys choose to be a part of this because I think that's we can really work like on projects, not really write down things. We can ro- work as a group. That makes sense. That's awesome. What about you, Cash? This one's Cash. Sorry, Cash. <laughs> um, I just love doing a lot of things in school. I can't. I can't even 
I can't just sit there and do my work. Once I finish it, I'm, I need more work. You need something else to do. You want to stay busy. And that, I like the hands-on teaching aspect because, you know, as an educator, do you see, I mean, nobody learns the same, right? Correct. And so some people will learn better from hands-on and then, you know, reading or hearing it. And so this kind of lets them do all of it together. It does, program. yeah. And and in the meantime, it builds those problem-solving skills that they need in order to be successful as they get older. So I'm trying to start it at, at a younger age so that when, the, when they do get into high school, or junior high, it's not as hard for them. They already have experience with it. Mm -hmm. um, in my class, we rarely sit down. We're up all the time, listening to music, moving around. These kids teach other kids, and that shows their mastery of the content that they're that they're being able to teach others the content that that's there. Okay, and you mentioned I think it's about like two thousand something dollars per kid, right? Two thousand three hundred dollars per kid for the full stay. Okay, and. If you don't mind or if you know this, like how much more needs to be raised? So nine thousand five hundred and seventy. Nine thousand five hundred and seventy. Okay. And so there's still some opportunities for for fundraising events. And then if people want to donate or get involved or contact you because they have an idea, how can they do that? Um, so I can be contacted through Facebook in multiple ways. I have a personal page, um, Cassidy Dill. And then we also have a community page to reach people just for this group. That's the SLES Stemtastic Crew page. Okay. And we can be reached either way. We have a GoFundMe. We do have a GoFundMe as well. Okay. Um, that is shared on our group page. So anybody that wants to go on and join that group page, it will be there. Um, maybe we can get you guys to share that as well so that they can have easier access to sure that. yeah we will share that out so if you're watching on on facebook be on the look look out for that link if you're listening on 99.5 fm and you want to get involved hey go check out the stem the sles stem tastic crew there's a facebook page it'll have a gofundme you can donate or you can go maybe this saturday for lemonade day to bayshore grill or to Kroger and Dickinson. Kroger and Dickinson, mm -hmm. and y'all are going to be set up where if you want to buy some lemonade, support some some local kids doing uh, some really big things, you can do that. We also have a poker run set up for May 25th that Francis from Bayshore has helped us, and we will be um, doing raffle baskets for that just to help raise money. So um, any donations for that as well, gift cards to different businesses, um, and then we will be selling the raffle tickets for the kids as well. Okay. They're going to be one for five dollars or five for twenty. Okay, and you can just get a a, a basket, potential to win a basket with all kinds of cool right. prizes. Right. Yeah, in there. we we've started two different baskets. One is a liquor basket, and then the other one is um, just gift cards from the surrounding community. Awesome. Cool. Awesome. What is a poker run? You don't so, know. So <laughs> I really don't know. This was Francis's idea. My husband's in the Coast Guard, and he said it's something about racing boats but i don't i really have no clue oh, that's cool oh. all i know is we have to be at the end spot with the basket so we can do the raffle yeah oh. from bayshore grill told me that there's like seven different restaurants or stops and each time you go you get a, a poker card or a playing card okay okay and at the end whoever shows up with the best hand wins wow that's yeah. interesting yeah. i'm no good at that at like card games in general um, and so I don't know, even like, it's like, what do I have? Like, like, is this even any good? Did I, did I do something? Or it's like, they're the same color or like, yeah, there's two numbers twice and I know that's good. So, right. right. And there's, um, the people presenting are participating in the poker run range from San Leon all the way down to Galveston. 
Wow. So you, you can literally go all up and down. All up and down. Until you get the best hand, That's then right. show up. And then just That's get cool. there. That's cool. What if I don't have the best hand yet? Do I go back to those other restaurants until <laughs> I keep getting the best hand? Like if I show up with seven aces... Yeah, from his then own card deck. Yeah. From his own card deck that he bought at the Dollar Tree. Yeah, he goes he goes to Dollar Tree, then Walmart, and be like, no, these cards are trash. Like, trying to find the same ones that y'all are giving out and be like, I won. I won. I, I have would. every card in the deck. Here's 52. But you have to be the first to get there. I don't really know all the rules. Yeah, we don't know the rules. The, this was Francis. Um, it Someone tag Francis. Yeah. <laughs> Francis, where are you? We need you. <laughs> Francis. She was on the stream earlier on the one that Come worked. <laughs> yep, yep. It's nine twenty. This is KHEA Radio dot com ninety nine point five FM. Speaking of restaurants in that poker run, there's a lot of good places to eat in San Leon. Where oh are you goodness. guys eating? Yes. So we go to Bayshore Grill a lot, especially the teachers because it's right down the road, and we could call it in from the school with our thirty minute lunch and run down, pick it up, and get back. Um, Topwater Grill is amazing. Amazing. They are one of our sponsors as well. Mm-hmm. So they've they've been amazing to these kids too. That's really cool. Uh, Better Bayshore or Gil <laughs> Bayshore or Gil Oh, I thought you were going to okay, ask. Okay, so <laughs> I've never been to Gil because I have kids, and yeah. kids aren't allowed in there. And have I don't y'all ever been to Gil No. Just say no, you're not yeah. allowed, <laughs> you're supposed you're to not say allowed no. in there. No. <laughs> we're going to go get some $3.99 a pound crawfish, though, huh? Oh, yeah. Bayshore. We will oh, be yeah. Yes. They all, man, it's crawfish season. How about y'all? Is everybody a fan of crawfish? Have y'all ever had it? Yes. I like that. He, his eyes lit up. He's like, like, he's like crawfish. Anything with food in him, he gets excited. Hey, me, me too. Us too. Do so, you like tacos? Yeah. Oh, it's our favorite. Oh, Do you like you our taco it? cat? <laughs> oh, that is awesome. We got a taco pinata. And I got this little taco keychain with the mustache. People just started bringing us tacos. Well, we had awesome. one taco in here, and then, I mean, we don't mind. And then we like when they bring us real tacos too. Pierre. <sighs> Yeah. I mean, I work at San Leon Elementary School if anybody wants to bring me talk. <laughs> <laughs> so there's other teachers in here, and y'all all teach in the that fourth grade yeah, class? Yeah. Okay. This is Cash's mom. And okay. then over here hiding, trying not to be seen, is one of our <laughs> academic coaches, and she is Tristan's mom. Okay. What is what is the mascot for San Leon Elementary School? Um, Al the Gator. Al the Gator. I like it. Okay. Big Al. Big Al. Because I saw her shirt, and that's... Yes. Out of the corner, out of the corner of my eye, I thought it was a like an oyster festival logo, <laughs> but then I saw, oh, it's an alligator. So alligator, that's the the mascot. San Leon Elementary School. Is there an actual like gator that walks around at times? Does he have a at the he... high school? And they come over certain times to pump the kids up for star tests or just different different things we have going on. Yeah. Is it testing? Did that pass? No, it's coming up. Wow. Yeah. Is everybody prepared? Like, what kind of preparation goes into are that? Y'all prepared? Y'all ready? We're still in the middle of what we call blitz, which is just review of the entire year to prepare them. Um, their star test is May 13th and 14th. So we're we're cramming it all in. <clears throat> yeah. So I was just sitting here thinking. Here we go. <laughs> this is Candace, right? Yes. And this is Cash. Yes. Cash, you, you had an interesting story. You were like internet famous a oh. year ago. Oh. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. With the Astros. Yes. The Houston Astros, and it just clicked as as I was sitting here. I'm like, <laughs> the gerbil. I saw I saw Candace. You jumped on the stream earlier today, and someone said hi, Candace, and it was actually Amy. Right. And then Cash, and then I just all just clicked like in one moment. I'm like, oh, this is. Yeah, when my daughter Callie dropped her ring off. 
the uh, railing. She was clapping for Marisnik because he oh, made that awesome yeah. catch. And it flew down. And then a nice gentleman behind us saw her and gave it the ring. And we're best friends with him now. He He's it. actually been one of our sponsors as well. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So it's, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, it's, it's interesting how social media can bring people together and then spread stories. And so those are the kind of things that we, we love to share, you know, as well. And we're going to be sharing out some more information, how you can get involved and, and support these local kids doing some really cool things. Um, I think like GoFundMe may be an option if you aren't able to attend any of the lemonade days or the events tonight. But hey, I have a hundred bucks. I have 200 bucks. I have a thousand dollars. You know, if you want to support if your business wants to support these local kids as well, you know, why not have your business reach out, become a sponsor? Mm-hmm. That's something that y'all could use as well, right? Definitely. Absolutely, yeah. And they can do that through contacting me. Um, through, I mean, they could call the school and contact me or through Facebook. Okay, yeah. And even if, if you want to reach out to us, if that's an option or if you can't find the links, just send us an email, khea at khearadio.com, or you can also send us a Facebook message. Do any of you kids drink coffee? <laughs> Y'all want some no. coffee? Anybody? Okay, no? All right. That's good. Yeah, don't drink it. It's- they, they don't need the extra energy. <laughs> I know. We we have an awesome... Miss uh, Joanne is awesome and brings us coffee every day, so it's nice being a radio guy. Speaking of uh, speaking of energy, Altitude Trampoline Park. That's going to be tonight. 17- we want to know if you, if you guys are going to come and join us and, and jump with us. We may be able to. I need to check with my wife. I know my, my kids would love it. Oh, yeah. I've been one time, I did not jump because the last time I jumped in actual, like just like a bounce castle, right? I, I was in there for like three seconds and I was like, this is so much. <gasps> and then I was just exhausted. <laughs> but my kids, oh man, they can jump in there all day or like I let them go at, at, uh, at altitude, right? And they were just having the time of their life. Jump Where do you find the energy? Where does it come from? Building How do I tap into that? In school. Where, say it again. Building it up all day in school. You know they what? have energy from the time that their head rises off that pillow. I tell them all the time it comes from their toenails that it has to because there's so much. <laughs> you felt the same way because we had filmed at a bounce cast for Jumpstart Us. They're out of Dickinson. It's exhausting. I don't know. You know, we got people our age in here. It's not <laughs> It's not fun. I was filming. It's not fun It at definitely all. brings out the age for oh, sure. Oh, man. Because I, I was filming him for, like, this thing that we were doing. And so I'm trying to get him in the video. And he's like, Cardi, do you have it? I was like, we need, like, three more shots. And he's like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> oh, my like, gosh. Come done. on. I'm tired. I'm done. I was like, Kurt, no. We need I, these, I was like, we need these uh, camera Paul? shots. I actually played, though. It was cool. I went to Altitude one time. And uh, it was a blast. I had a lot of fun. The, lot of fun. the dodgeball, right? Yes. Have yes. you guys done the dodgeball? Yes. Are you guys pretty good at dodgeball? Yes. <laughs> so I'm pretty good at dodgeball too. It sounds like a challenge. Oh. It sounds like a challenge. But to you me. know, you know, the problem with that is when you're an adult and you go into that that room and you're playing dodgeball with the little kids. Guess who they're going after? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I, not- <laughs> I, I just heard a challenge, so I think it should be the Stimtastic crew against Kurt. What do y'all think? That's yeah. a great idea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You know, might the... be a little challenging because we're all softball and baseball players. So. Ooh, <laughs> I'm 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 gonna win. And when I it think comes, they're threatening you. I'm not really <laughs> <laughs> passive aggressive threat. <laughs> you know, I there was one it like hit off my my chest here, and the little kids started like going like, oh yeah, I got him, I got him, <laughs> and I like rolled and tumbled, and I got underneath of it, and I went like, oh, caught the ball. And the kid's face, like, immediately Crushed was like... his dreams. I was like, 
yeah, yeah, get him. I was like, but, you know, they have referees in there. I'm like, yeah, kick him out, kick him out. That's so much fun. Kurt stories. Did you also do the splits in a backflip like before you caught <laughs> no, it as well? It was just a tumble and then I rolled yeah. on my back and caught it. It was great. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah. Every time I hear that story, there's like a new move and maneuver like thrown in there. So the I'm waiting kid for the was splits. Like crying. <laughs> oh, he was like crying. He's like, oh. And you're all proud. And I'm like, yeah, and you're <laughs> happy about it. Yeah, I'm the greatest. Yeah. So the other thing that they have is like a like a foam pit there oh. where you can like oh, yeah. jump and swing off. And it looks like it would be easy. I didn't get up there. You have some upper body strength for that. Because you got to hold on to the rope, right? Yeah. Have y'all done it? The yeah. bar is so sweaty, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's you have to, like, rub your hands, like, five times on the pull before you go on there. Oh, my goodness. I'm five foot and a half, and the foam's, like, really high. Yeah. So once I swing, my legs touch the foam, and one time I just face plant into the foam. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. You know, Cash, I'm five nine and a half, too. <laughs> <laughs> But I, it was the craziest thing, like to land in there. <laughs> Have you guys done it? Have no. anyone else jumped into that? I know I've my tried upper body one strength, time and it's nothing. It, it, it hurts. She would never. There, it's foam, but it hurts. Like I've never hurt my body so much. <laughs> I'm like sitting there, like, what? Why does this hurt so much? I need to stop. Yeah. <sighs> I, I didn't even try. I didn't even try. I didn't even take off my shoes or like get socks or anything. I'm like, yeah, I can't do that. I'm starting to look work on my excuses if I lose tonight. <laughs> like, man, my neck hurts. My back hurts. Premeditated excuses. <laughs> yes, like just get ready for when they beat me. Mm-hmm. Well, my so. money's on the Stimtastic crew. I'm going with them. Oh, mine too. <laughs> 100%. Hey, maybe, maybe we can start taking a pot of bets, and then they get all the proceeds to help them go to camp. That's a good idea. Guardy, who you got? Who, who you laying $5 who you on the line for? Who you laying $5 on the line uh, for? I can I can have some moves oh. time to time. Ooh. You know, how about what if uh what if we did the betting but the winner gets to take the pot? So Chris like I'll take this. <laughs> we got this. I'm getting I'm classic her. recess today. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Speaking of, no, you guys got out no. of Kurt. school today. Not, at, not. We're, we're all going the back day. after this. How did you guys get out? Did they, did they let you? Did it be like, uh, yeah. You, our our principal is amazing. Are you gonna have to make up all the work that you're missing? Um, they're missing my class right now. So, <laughs> so you're, you're here, <laughs> and I'm here, so they're fine. Who is the principal there? Sherry Blackburn. Have they been very supportive of everything going on? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, all these crazy requests that I have. Like, hey, they want me on the radio. Can I just not come to work until a little bit later? No hesitation. Sure. Yeah. That's so cool. She's, they've been very supportive of us. Why did you get involved in STEM? So math just comes natural to me. I've always been a math and science person. And now that I'm teaching it, this is my 11th year teaching. So it, I get, it just kind of grows. The more I teach, the more the STEM process grows. Um, 10 years ago in my classroom, I don't think everybody, anybody ever left their seat. Now they're in their seat for like five minutes, mm-hmm. if that. Did you so, always want to be a teacher? Did you I know did. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom is a teacher. So I used to go into her class. She's not very good at math. Um, so I used to go into her, her class. She taught fourth grade and I was in fifth grade and I would leave my class to go teach her class math. What's what's up with math now? Because like I, my son, who is, <laughs> he's six. He's six years old, and 
they were teaching him like, okay, forwards, it's this, you know, two plus one is three, and then three minus one is two. It's like in reverse, and so some of the numbers are filled in. And it's like, oh well, I guess they're teaching him the patterns. And I was, are they trying to teach him addition and subtraction at the same time? Well, so the the whole idea behind it is that they learn the number families. They learn those fact families. And so they need to be able to see that if it's one plus two equals three, that's the same thing as two plus one equals three or yes. two minus one equals three. Okay. So it's a it's a pattern thing that it, they're trying to teach? It just teach. helps them connect it when they see it all together. <laughs> when this one equals three. Is that what I say? Sorry. My, my students are correcting me over here. I knew what you meant. Yeah, I knew that one equals three. I took, I took, <laughs> just just blurred that part out. I took it, I took calculus in college and they told me that. Y'all Y'all will learn that part later. Yeah. Some, what really got me when I got to college, I didn't take a math class. In, I started to take a math class in college. You didn't have to take math in college? I didn't. I started to take one. And you, you were a teacher? How'd you manage that? Clown college. Clown college. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was literally like the, the guy who was standing up there goes, yeah, one plus one doesn't always have to equal two. And I was just like, you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> It was like ah, different things. I like that. One and one could equal 11. And I was like, what? And depends oh, on perception. So I went to my, <laughs> I went to my college. I got to undo those. <laughs> I went to my college advisor and he goes, oh, no, you don't need to take math. Just go take theater instead. And I was like, perfect. Yeah, I can Take math. theater over math all day. Yeah. My, my wife, she went to U of H and she kind of, well, I helped her with, I okay. I went to my wife's college classes. I went to Galveston College. She was at U of H, and like I would skip mine and just like go to hers because I was we weren't married yet. But I was just like I'd rather hang out with her. But like I would help her with her math. I wasn't even taking math, but I don't know. Math's cool. Definitely pay attention to your teachers. And the Common Core is 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 interesting. But as long as it <laughs> it teaches, you get the end result is is, is important, right? I have to pay te- pay attention to my math teacher because it's her. <laughs> is she a good math teacher? I'm also her mom. <laughs> <laughs> Is that cool to be able to teach your daughter? I wouldn't trust anybody else with her. <laughs> I want her to know my ways, not someone else's. Uh, yeah, but yeah you... it, it's great. I'm ready for her to go to fifth grade, though. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. Wow, are you going to follow you, her up the, the ranks? Because this is the Absolutely only year not. you got to, right? Yeah, no, I, I'm just going to watch her go. Yeah. <laughs> do they still do long division? Was that fifth grade? They learned it this year in fourth grade. Okay, in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. Is it still the same or is it like no, kind of been manipulated? Okay. I mean, there's different ways you can do it if they're not understanding it, but we start out the traditional way. So I remember being a kid, and you probably remember this too, and they always said, you're not going to have a calculator in your pocket for the rest of your life. And it turns out that, that wasn't it's true. We have lies. a calculator in yeah. pocket like all the time. Is that part of the reason that like Common Core and those things got switched up so that way it'll teach or somebody, okay. Uh, that's that's above my level. Yeah, sure I was I was having a conversation with with my wife again about that stuff. I'm just like, I wonder why. Like, Where's trying this to coming from? Right. I think it's more about people learning the different learning styles and trying to adapt to the different learning styles is where all of that stems from. Okay. I do remember as a, I was a, a video teacher, so I taught how to make videos. But okay. in Vermont, it was an all day program, so you had to teach English and math and everything inside a video like how to how it can relate there's not really a whole lot of math in shooting a video so what i did was i did fantasy football instead like hey we're gonna i'm gonna let you draft your own fantasy football team but you're gonna have to calculate yourself how many points you got you know and then you could go and and double check it but there was a student who he like was like putting dots on numbers to like Mm -hmm count the numbers he's like oh well a five has five dots so then he could count all of the dots Mm -hmm. and i was just like 
just just I had never seen seen that before. But there are there are different ways to to learn. I, as a kid, I used to do something like that. Sometimes, like if I, because you know, it's like, oh, don't count with your fingers. I'm like, okay, I won't, you know. And I just remember, like on number four, I'm like one, two, three, four. Yeah, and then I would just do that, and plus, you know, three has the one, two, three on there, and it just like, you know, it's real quick, and then obviously it becomes routine. See, for me, that's weird. For me, but see, for me, it was I had the flashcards. You had flashcards, and you just knew. Like I knew at some point, one plus one equal two, and then two plus one right. equals three. So they they did flashcards in third grade. So by the time they come to me, they better know them. But yeah. we do still we do fun ways to practice their multiplication facts and, and different things. Yeah. What with technology, like what are those ways? Is it is it incorporating technology or like even sometimes um, there's different online programs that they get to go on and do throughout their math centers. Um, I also just kind of create games. I didn't create Kaboom, but they do that one where it's popsicle sticks and different, you know, there's just different scenarios. You lose all your sticks or you got to switch your sticks and and that sort of thing. And then I created um, heads up multiplication facts where heads up seven up. Yeah, they have cards on their head and like, so Cash and Tristan would have a card. Macy has to tell them the product. So when Cash looks at his, he he has to know what his factor is. Okay. Did you so, guys ever play Heads Up 7-Up when you guys were little? Yes. They still ask me to do that all the time. Like, oh, yeah, Heads Up 7-Up is the, uh, Do you know what that is, Gertie? Yeah, of course I know what Heads Up 7-Up oh, is. Just making sure. <laughs> what kind of question is this? Just making sure. <sighs> what are you getting at here? No, that was an awesome game. Yeah, it was fun. I'm sure you cheated because I just know you now. Oh, and so yeah. I, can, I can imagine you as a child. Yes. Um, that's not good. <laughs> but it was fun. It was a fun game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, it is 9.37. It's KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. We're talking to the STEM-tastic crew out of San Leon Elementary School. They got uh, Al, Al the Gators, the big mascot there, holding it down. Mm-hmm. These kids are going to be going to camp, STEM camp, this summer at the University of Houston. How long are they going to be there again? They'll be there for six days and six nights. What kind of things are they going to be doing? You want to tell them? Uh, we'll be doing a medical class one day. We'll be doing a CSI class. Engineering. Yeah, engineering class. And an engineering class. And then they have STEM. Cha- they have two STEM challenges a day that they have to complete. We don't know what that looks like yet, but yeah. What time? In, what times are they going to be like starting and finishing? So they they have to be downstairs from the dorm at seven thirty for breakfast every morning, and then they don't release them back to the dorms until nine o'clock at night. So it's a full on day of go go go. You know, kids. I'll I'll also tell tell you guys this about living in the dorms. The food there is the best food that you're going to eat the entire time. Oh, they've already been interrogating me. Is this like a buffet style? Do uh-huh. I get to walk through? Do I get to pick what I want? Where's the dessert? Yeah. yeah. I don't know about U of H, but when I went to college, they had an omelet bar every morning. Mm, oh. Well, I never went to U of H officially, but I attended a lot of the classes <laughs> with my life. And I will vouch for the food. It is amazing. Yeah. You'll grow up after you get done with college and never be able to eat like that ever again. <laughs> yes. And your uh, your metabolisms are great right now, so there's that. So yeah, take advantage of it. <laughs> Eat as much as you can. Yeah. So uh, what what these kids are doing is raising funds so they can go to this camp. I believe it's about almost uh, three thousand dollars per kid, and they need about nine thousand dollars between all of them, so that way they can go represent San Leon Elementary School at this this summer camp where they're going to be staying and working and learning and preparing for the future. It's going to be a kids good time. From across the country, going to this camp. They come so, just, just from anywhere. Just for this camp. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
And that's cool. So they're excited. So if you want to get involved, if you want to get involved by sharing this video to spread some awareness, maybe you don't have, have the funds or you can't make it to one of the events. There is an event tonight, by the way. Yes, it's at Altitude Trampoline Park in Texas City. What time does that start, guys? Um, 5 o'clock to 9 o'clock. Four hours of jumping on the trampoline. And how can people, like, what is it? Like, what's it cost? What, it, what do you have to do in order it to be there? It is $15 per jumper for two hours. Boom. So and if you want to jump all four hours, you just be like 30 bucks and you're good. Yes. And if you don't have socks, they're $2. $2 for the, the altitude socks. You have some. I have some. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they're clean. If you're going to come out tonight to altitude, whenever you go to check out, just mention the Stemtastic crew as you're checking out so we make sure that we get part of those proceeds. Okay. You don't have to have the flyer. You just have to mention our group. And we will be out there to remind you very loudly. Yeah, just like someone out in front just hiding, be like, just say Stemtastic crew when you oh, walk I'm in. Sure. These <laughs> kids will have a poster and jumping around, and they're, they're very energetic. And yeah. Loud, so. If you own a business and you want to get involved, maybe you want to sponsor, you have an idea for a fundraiser, or you just want to be a part of something good. This is an opportunity for you. You can reach out to us. We'll get you in contact with them, or you can reach them on their social media, Stimtastic Crew. You know, I noticed um, uh, earlier in the week, I was looking back at some of my the old school that I taught at in Vermont, and one of the things that I founded when we were there, it was called Nerdapalooza. And I'm, a, it was I'm a, offended. <laughs> keep going. Okay. <laughs> where you want. It's, a, it's an all-day gaming experience where you pay like five, ten bucks, and you get to go around and play video games all day. It's eight hours long. It's an all-day thing. And, you know, we would make, I think every year we made about, you know, a 1000 bucks or something like that. But you play video games all day. And then you have pizza and prizes and stuff. And it was a lot of fun. So we just had a question. This is from Chef Mary Bass. She said, how much more do they need to raise? And I believe it was about $9,000 more for everybody, right? Yeah, so we have nine kids attending. Um We've raised part of the funds. We have about $9,500 more to go to get everyone funded. And I do want to add that every family has already put forth a $500 deposit. Mm -hmm. So we're not just asking for handouts. The families have put in, and then the kids are working so hard for this. They want it so bad, and they're giving up every Saturday and Sunday that they have from now until our funds are due. I think the fact that they're out there working you know, giving up time where they could be playing video games, iPads, outside with friends, you know, playing cell phones, anything that they could be doing to be able to go and, and sell lemonade, to to be fundraising at these different events. That's that's a big deal. Right. And, and, and that was what one of the things that through this, we wanted to make sure that it was a learning experience for them, that you're not going to just receive a handout. You've got to work for it. Mm -hmm. And they have really stepped it up. Okay, wow. So, yeah, if you want to get involved, maybe you want to help spread some awareness, that that would be huge. There's actually a GoFundMe as well. We had shared the link earlier. We're going to be sharing that out later as a separate post from our KHEA Radio Facebook page. If you want to just donate, maybe you can't make it to the event tonight at Altitude, 5 to 9 p.m., or you can't make it this weekend to Bayshore Grill, where you'll be able to uh, meet some of the kids and purchase some lemonade for Lemonade Day. Also, the Kroger in Dickinson, you'll be able to go and, and purchase some lemonade and support some of these kids that are doing some really cool stuff. So we'll be at the Kroger in Dickinson from 10 to 2. It's actually the one in Lake City. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry, the one in Lake City um, on South Shore. Um, we'll, we're kind of just splitting, splitting 10 to forces two? from 10 to 2, 10 right? To two and then Bayshore, they will be there um, starting at 2 o'clock. Okay. So, And then next Tuesday, May 7th, we will also have a Bayshore Spirit Night where the kids will be there and helping – 
helping serve and that sort of thing. So next Tuesday? Mm-hmm. And that's from five. I think that one's from five to nine as well. Okay. Spirit nights are cool. And um, I don't know where the name came from. Look, but I started seeing them pop up, you know, a couple years ago called as a spirit night. And what that is, is a, a local establishment will say, hey, anybody who comes in during this time, we're going to give money back t- to, you know, this awesome cause. Right. And for uh, Bayshore Grill to do that, I mean, that's pretty cool, right? Absolutely. Yeah. She's She's been a huge, Francis has been a huge support to, to this group of kids. She really wants to see them succeed. Okay. Again, so yeah, if you own a business and you want to have a spirit night, you want to get in, involved with. With uh, the kids right here at, at San Leon Elementary School, feel free to let us know. It's 944. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. We're going to be on till 11. We have some uh, local kids from the San Leon Elementary School talking about everything that's going on this summer. Can we talk a little bit more? Specifically, we'll start with a fashion designer. What is it about fashion that makes you want to get in, into that industry? Because it, like, it can make me express myself. Okay. Now I feel. So do you like do you like art? Is that the kind of stuff yes. that you like? Okay. And um, where did that like when did that start for you? Do you remember? Um, no, not really. last year. Mm-hmm. She got um, she has a book that has like different style shirts and skirts and shorts, and she just sits and colors them different designs, and she's content for hours. Okay. Do you have a style? Yeah. Like what if you could like categorize it and be like, yeah, this is me right now. This is what I'm into. Like. What kind of fashion stuff are you into right now? Even like accessories or is there something that? Probably like jewelry. Jewelry? Yeah. Everybody likes jewelry. Kurt, you like jewelry? Yeah. (laughs) See? (laughs) And you want to be an, an airplane pilot, right? What, what is it about being an airplane pilot that kind of draws you towards that? I like working with technology. It came easy to me. Mm-hmm. Whenever I first started kindergarten, my awesome computer teacher, Miss Jennifer Reese, and we just—it was awesome. Yeah, and so now you know, like, hey, if you could be a pilot, that'd be awesome. Just like flying through the clouds, you know, you could even like take people around. You can get places quicker. There's a lot of stuff that goes into, I guess, being an airplane pilot. Have you been? Have you had the opportunity to fly an airplane? Um. I did when I was like three months old. That counts. He remembers it. (laughs) Well, that counts. You know, and you want to be, you said, a mechanical engineer. Is that right? What is it about being a mechanical engineer that makes you drawn towards that? I just love building. I bug her every day about this big Lego set. Mm -hmm. And she says, "Uh, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. But this time... (laughs) There's <laughs> so much going on between baseball and fundraising and yeah. schoolwork. This summer, it'll happen. This it'll summer. happen. They still ask me every day to take apart their robots that they built for robotics out of Legos and rebuild them. This one will not be drive it off the table. We don't have time for all that. That's how they want to get it apart. They don't want to take it apart piece by piece. I'm the driver. And I just love driving the robot places. Yeah. He's really good at it. We were practicing once, and he was just, like, spinning around in the chair. And we were practicing, he almost wrecked the robot. Uh-oh. <laughs> he drove it off one of the The day platforms. before competition hall. Oh, so y'all got to do it again, which is probably fun. No? <laughs> Stressed me out. <laughs> Um, yeah, so if you want to get involved, let us know. We're talking to some local San Leon kids. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. Kickstarts going to be on until 11. We have about 
10 minutes left. So we're going to be just reminding people how they can go to altitude and then just be involved um, with the camp this summer. Does U of H do camps like this like often for STEM or other I'm programs not as sure. well? Um, the, the company that's actually putting on the camp is Envision. They are out of New Jersey. Um, and then so U of H is housing housing the camp okay. for them. Um, but I think that there are other camps that U of H puts on. Okay. That's cool. And it's a great school. You know, we're very fortunate to be in an area where there's a little bit of everything. If you want to go to the beach, there's a couple of options. You know, right. some of the best restaurants that, that I know of are in San Leon. Absolutely. And then, you know, we're close to big cities like Houston, you know, and then we have like country areas. So there's really a lot of opportunities for us as, as, as members of, you know, the county and the surrounding area to just kind of get into whatever you want. So, um, you know, for, for fashion design, I saw Mary Bass. She had said, hey, you should have Jennifer show her the ropes, which my wife, Jennifer, she does. She designs jewelry. And so we have some stuff that, that we do. And it's it's a blast. It's like a it's a journey. And um, she went to college for English and minored in, in art history. And then she ended up getting her master's degree like in art and found, hey, I like to do jewelry. And so that's kind of, you know, part of what what she does. So there's a there's great opportunities here locally to go to to go to school if that's what y'all you know want to do and need to do. So. I'm kind of disappointed none of them wanted to be radio hosts. Well, maybe <laughs> after today. I don't know why, because they talk all day long. So they we would sh- be perfect at it. Oh, man, they could have like a little show, like a kid's show. Talk about everything that's going on. It, Can you imagine that? If y'all had a radio show, what would the topics be? Do y'all have any idea? They actually had this conversation in the car on the way here. <laughs> so, I mentioned trying to become one. Yeah. Before okay. I became a pilot. Cool. Well, there's still options. You could be a pilot and still do some uh, some radio stuff as well. Just broadcast from the airplane. It's fine. You can multitask. <laughs> I want to be an engineer and a baseball player. Mm-hmm. So my part-time job is going to be mechanical engineer. Part-time. I like it. You know, so as you're... As you're studying, you know, to learn about engineering, mechanical engineering, then you can also, you know, play baseball, you know, and, and school is a, a a great way. You know, you can do both. I had a I had a science teacher tell me he was also the, the lady softball coach at the high school. And he said, man, the easiest way to get a scholarship to college is to just play baseball because everybody's looking for baseball players. So keep it up, he man. To do. He wants to play softball. Uh, baseball at college and she wants to play softball at college so that's awesome kurt why didn't you keep keep with it i didn't like getting hit by the ball hey the ball yeah to catch it so same it here <laughs> i hate it i stopped at fast pitch when they started aiming for you and trying to hit you i was just like nah yeah i'm good i also didn't like i don't know if it for you guys the metal bats when you hit that ball and it just bats. Just rings. If you hit it wrong, it just rings. There's a certain part that whenever you hit it there, it'll like vibrate your hand. Yeah. I hate that feeling. If you I hit ha- it on the tip or where the bat starts shrinking. Yeah. You need to hit it at the barrel. Yeah. The there's a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. And then then you can crack it and go. Yeah, I quit in 10th grade because there was a practice that we had and the coach kept having this dude like throw these like sliders or curveballs and it looked like he was going to hit me every time and I was like nah I'm done guys like because it was just coming at me and he was throwing hard and it was just like it would curve in I'm like I don't know if it's going to curve or not there's nothing about a 90 mile per hour ball coming right <laughs> not at for me, me. 
That makes me want to do it. I'd rather play football where it's a 200-pound guy coming after me. <laughs> and then they would. Then our coach had this thing. He was like, hit or get hit. Get hit or get hit. I'm like, no, I don't think I'm no, going to get hit. I would rather get a hit but not get hit. Not we, do, we do have a question here on the Facebook page. This is from Roxanne. Ooh, I love that name. Roxanne. What are you most looking forward to about camp? I'm looking forward to the CSI day. Ooh, that'd be fun. That's what I want to do at the CSI I'm day. I'm looking forward for the engineering day. I want to see if they, if we can build some robots. All right. You know, is it bad? The first thing I thought of whenever you said, what are you most looking forward to? I was thinking, like, the lunch. The food. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, the college, the college, uh, whatever, cafeteria. Can you imagine how many taco pictures we could have? Mm. You know, buffets? I don't know. Do you guys like buffets? Yes. Yeah. Buffet is where it's at. We went on this cruise. We're, we're actually giving away a cruise on our radio station. So it's our featured video on our page. If you like, share, and comment, you can go on a cruise. I'm sure y'all don't have Facebook, but just yes. so you know. Yes. <laughs> I'll do it for them. Okay, there you go. Um, and then I'll go on the cruise and leave them at home. We, we went and had the buffet. She has to take me with. <laughs> we went and had the buffet, and oh my gosh. I would go on the cruise just to eat the food. <laughs> Hands down. And it's all paid for, so you can sit there literally all day long and eat all day. Yeah, they they had like a dessert section. So college is kind of the same way, you know. There's different options, but yeah, they probably have like a dessert section or like ice cream and like all kinds of stuff. It's probably all they'll eat, like no veggies, no meat, <laughs> straight dessert. For lunch, dessert. Moms aren't there to tell them otherwise. <laughs> That's the good part. <laughs> so how many people are y'all taking? Like, is it just teachers and volunteers and support staff that are going to be helping watch over them? So no, we go on um, the Sunday night. We go and we drop them off. And we're all going to be there to drop them off, but then we drop them off and leave. There is no stay. Really? Hands there's in no the air, support. Like, there's, oh, there's nothing. Bye. She's going to be at bingo. <laughs> <laughs> Called out. Fair enough. Yeah. It's true. Here's another question. How do you feel this camp will help you with the STEM program at, at school? By doing hands-on activities and helping us get ready for the STEM and Dickinson ISD. That's awesome. Is there a big program at in um Yes. There? What about at uh I guess at Bayshore Middle School? Because y'all are gonna be Barber moving up to oh Barber mm-hmm. to, to fifth grade and then do you think that, you know, learning at this camp is gonna prepare y'all for, for moving up to the next levels? Yes. yes. Wait, fifth grade is middle school? Yeah. Fifth and sixth grade is middle school. Has it been that way for a while? In Dickinson, yeah. Okay. And different districts are different. Some the elementary go the elementary school goes through fifth grade, but in Dickinson, it only goes through fourth, and then they move on. Yeah. So y'all kind of get like a little bit of an advantage from the kids who, who don't go, I'm going to assume. And then y'all are going to be competing in these representing Barber and uh, against other kids. So that's that's a huge uh, opportunity. I also want to mention through the camp, they learn problem-solving skills and leadership skills. Um, but also once they go, so when, now that they've been nominated and they are enrolled and are going, they have the opportunity to go every summer from here on out. Okay, it's the wow. Alumni Association, so they don't ever have to be nominated again. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's awesome. So let's see. We got a couple minutes left. Let's remind the people one more time. Kurt, what's going on tonight? Tonight, Altitude Trampoline Park, 5 to 9. They're going to be there. All the pro- Not all the proceeds, but Part proceeds mm-hmm. will go benefiting these kids. So if you go to Altitude tonight, you can actually help these kids get to their goal of being able to go to STEM camp at the University of Houston. Just mention our group when you check out so we make sure that we can get credit for that. Okay, yeah, so make sure you let them know. But that's tonight, 5 to 9. You can get two hours. I believe it's $15. If you want to jump the full 
four hours, that's cool too. Um, you know, it's a great opportunity for the family to go have some fun, take the kids, let them burn off some energy, so that way they'll sleep nice, nice like a baby tonight. <laughs> and uh, I may just like release my Kurt in there, <laughs> just like open the door and push him in and be like, "Here's the money, take him, <sighs> turn off the cell phone, I don't call stretching. me," you know. And then on Saturday, there's two places where you can go participate, support these these kids at a Lemonade Day. One is at the 96 Kroger in Leak City. And that's 10 to 2? South Shore Harbor. Yeah, by South Shore, right off South Shore in 96. There's a Kroger right there. And then the other one is at Bayshore Grill. Mm -hmm. And what time is that going to be at? They'll be there about 2 o'clock, and then they probably leave about 5 or 6. Okay. And is the lemonade going to be delicious? Are y'all making it? She's our lemonade maker. Okay, good. What's the secret (laughs) ingredients? Country time. Hey, that's Lots what I like. <laughs> Lots of sugar. Lots of sugar, ice cold water, and a little bit of love. Yes. And you're good to go. And you're and it's, whenever it's for a good cause, it's an easy decision to make. Absolutely. So we appreciate you all taking the time to come in. Is there anything else you all would like to share? Anybody? <laughs> They're probably really sad because they have to go back to class. They're like, make this interview go longer. <laughs> um, Which y'all Kurt can't. has been challenged to an altitude dodgeball game. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> the, the go- it's been laid down. The challenge has been laid. I feel it was a 27 mile an hour fastball. Ooh. I'm a pitcher. Too, in softball. Just saying. And he quit He quit baseball because the ball was too fast. So I there's see the-, the fear in his eyes, y'all. The fear is there. <laughs> and I used to do cheerleading. So maybe back. doing like some backflips and kicks and <laughs> throwing My the ball. My back just like threw out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you, then you're gonna forfeit, and then we'll win. Exactly. You Is have that... to jump in the foam pit before, so you have an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> they, like these kids this. are smart. <laughs> this is why they're going to the STEM camp. Yes. So uh, thank you again. Thank you for having us on. And if you want to support them, we're going to be sharing out some more information on our Facebook page. How you can get involved. This is KHEA Radio, ninety-nine point five. FM, it's Kickstart. Stay tuned. We're going to be talking about this car show that's taking place, the show-off car show. KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. Awesome. Boom. Thank you, guys. Y'all are awesome. Thank you very much. Can we take a selfie real quick or something? What's the best way to do this? I was going to maybe see if we could do this. Oh, you want to sit down in our spot? Well, yeah, Kurt, you want to jump over there? Yep. Hey, Facebook, just hang out with us for a second as as we take this selfie. And we're going to post this later on social media. All right. Did you get me with the... That's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like my phone blocking my face. All right. So, yeah, feel free to share this video out and let us know how you want to get involved with this. Okay, I'm going to stop talking. Got it. That's perfect. Perfect. Yeah, share, share the video. If you want to get involved, you can help some kids uh, live out some really cool stuff this summer. So, hey, we appreciate y'all. Thank y'all very much. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. We'll see you tonight, right? Yes. The show-off car show taking place in June is what we're going to be talking about next. But, yeah, I can't stress enough. If you feel any... Why is there big trucks and they're coming in trucks? What? (laughs) I can't stress enough that if you have any, any desire to get involved, I highly encourage you to get involved and help these kids. This is going to be something they remember for the rest of their lives. This is a big deal. I remember going to, uh, you know, like summer camps, either like church camps and stuff like that, you know, all the time. And I was very fortunate. My parents would just, you know, they could pay it out of pocket or, you know, there was probably some fundraising as well. But 
this camp, I think they said it costs about $2,500 per kid. So there's nine that are going. They've been working hard so far, and this is an educational experience. It's going to help, you know, motivate them in their future. It's going to give them big dreams. They're going to stay at the University of Houston um, you know, dorms as a nine-year-old, nine and 10 years old, they're going to be staying at the dorm. Think about what that's going to do for these kids in the future, you know, help, you know, help get their minds going and be like, wow, this is what college is like. You know, I can go to college or, you know, maybe, maybe they'll find out uh, some other, other dreams that they want to do in the, the STEM courses as they're going to be studying like CSI, some engineering. They're also going to be doing all kinds of other stuff. So it's going to be a fun time and they're also going to be able to learn and, and just kind of like live out a little dream. So, how's it going, guys? How you doing? How you doing? Y'all doing good? Yes, sir. My Gardy. name is Gardy. Kyle. Kyle. John. John. Nice to meet you. Kyle and John. Nice to meet you guys. All right. So, we're going to be talking about, I believe it's the show. Is it the Show Off Car Show? Yes. yes. That's right. I like that name. The Show Off Car Show. Because if you think about a car show, you're, you're bringing your car, like, and it's pretty much... To show off. That's like the whole thing is about, yeah, right? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Who has the best car? You know, hey, look, you know, check out what my car can do. And that's, you just put it in the name like, hey, you got to bring your A game, right? Yeah, that's it. You have to. There's a lot of competition out there. And Kurt had mentioned like the monster trucks. And I'm looking at the drop low. Like, is that considered like a low rider, right? Or not Not quite? Uh, kind of. It's it, The low rider community is, when you think low rider, it's more 13-inch Dayton's, you know, Okay, scopes. okay. You know, five different colors. Um, the bag trucks is more big wheels, more modern, um, little modern touch to it. Boom. Well, it's looking good, Kurt. If you were to drive one, I think what, which one would it be like? Would you drive like the jacked up truck, or would you be driving one of the ones down low to the ground? Listen, listen. <laughs> My car, the Jeep Compass. Yes. 20, a, t- t- 2010. 2010. 500,000 miles, probably. More than that. <laughs> 140,000 miles. It's the only car that I want to drive. But you don't want one for the weekend or just to go show it? I mean, I guess you can show off your car well, as it is. Listen, I'm looking at these cars, and yes, they look awesome. <laughs> but none of them have been featured on a KHEA radio video like Not the yet. 2010 Jeep Compass. <laughs> Not yet. You would probably get mad if we went in and featured another car, huh? The Jeep Compass, the SUV, right? Yes. I've got a buddy of mine. His wife has one. <laughs> oh, the red one? Is that it? Is that a compass? Oh, this is a... Is if a, it is, it might be a newer one. That like looks sick. Dude! <laughs> they could cut anything in half and make it... Yeah. So they literally cut these cars to lower them? Yes. The the frame, most especially like that one, they, they basically build a whole new frame. Whole new chassis. Throw it on the ground and... Um, you know, of course, the airbags will lift it up so you can drive. Yeah. Get over speed bumps. Everybody says you can't get over speed bumps. Can you use that as a everyday driver? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's yeah. built right, you can. Yeah. Because that's that's the thing. You know, we've seen people, hey, I got a car, and it's my daily driver, you know, and then this is my weekend car. I'm taking it to the car show. Yes. Right? right? But yeah. I guess if it's built right, then you could potentially use anything as everyday driver, right? That's yeah. true. It just depends on what mindset you have and, I guess, how much money you have tied up into it. It can get expensive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can get expensive. He, he's he's in the process of uh, wrapping one up right now for a show that we're going to so this sweet. weekend in um, Alabama. So yeah. So yeah. Want to move his mic a little bit? Yeah. We're. I was going to get Kurt just to reposition it up. Yeah. yeah there you go. Boom. Yeah, right now, that's uh, 
the center console is being done and the audio on the truck. Let's see. Inside. So what kind of car is this? This is a Silverado. It's a 2008 Silverado crew cab. Wow. And so you had that's that's not stock. No. <laughs> they no, don't do no, that, no, right? No. I had the uh, the whole interior ripped out and they um they started all over and uh they just got through. I just brought it to an audio guy who built that center console right there, and he's actually installing the door speakers and the subwoofer. Mm-hmm. That's legit. That's yeah. awesome. It's insane how how far you could take any kind of build. So it's, we, it's, uh, it can get cool. expensive. Like, what kind of costs are we talking about? Like, what can go in? Th- someone can potentially put into their car. I would say most guys start off thinking they can go. 15, 20 grand in a build, that's and they eventually see themselves. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can show them over, over oh, yeah. here. They'll oh. be able to see. And then they eventually see themselves going 30, 40, 50. <laughs> it just it, it doesn't stop. Dang, look at those rims. Those are yeah. gold rims. Uh, they're copper. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know, and I guess, like, if people – you can put something into it, and it has to be a passion because you may never get it out of, oh, yeah, that's, out of there. That's – you're mm-hmm. exactly right. You don't You don't build this in order to make money. Uh, like you're saying, it's a passion. It's just something that you love to do, and I don't know. You just enjoy the process, as painful as it may be sometimes. Yeah. Do y'all ever get to do any of the work yourself? Uh, the little stuff, like smaller stuff, yeah. But when it comes to custom fabrication and metalwork, I myself do glass for a living, so I leave the welding to the welders. And um, you know, I'd rather pay somebody that's 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 you know knows exactly what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Especially if you have your kid in the back seat. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> when I got my kid back there, I definitely want to sure. put my trust in somebody. What kind of stuff do you do for with glass? Uh, I do uh, commercial glass. I do residential. I do shower doors, mirrors, uh, pretty much everything glass related. Do you do foggy radio windows? For sure. Yes, we do those. <laughs> this, this, this He's right looking here. at those. On so the uh, yeah, what happened with that is we had somebody who did not do glass for a living. Oh. Come and do glass. So it's two panes, right? And I'm sure you know. So exactly. we installed it ourselves. Just got it. Got Sounds it. Sounds like a great rap name. <laughs> we two installed panes. it ourselves. That's the name of our, our business. Yeah. But it's it's one and two, and it's like that, but it wasn't sealed properly. So it's clean. You know, the outside may be clean exactly. on both sides. But what happened on the inside, you know, air, stuff got in. And so now it just looks eternally dirty. Yeah, you let me know whenever you're ready. We'll we'll do a true double pane. That's two pieces of glass made into one. Yeah. And I'll get you one that's sealed up airtight where you don't have to worry about any fog. Praise God. <laughs> so yeah, we one of the, Yeah. How much does something like that run usually? I don't uh, know what size it is I or mean, dimension. It's probably like a 40 by 76. It's a double pane. I'm about to pass out. It probably end up being, <laughs> I don't know, 375, 400 and then that's plus the cost of the labor, which is maybe 125 or something. Okay. That's that's not bad. I'm gonna go get the checkbook. Kurt, give me your wallet. <laughs> Do you take cards? <laughs> hey, I take any form of uh, payment. Yes. You take Bitcoin. Cash Kurt, is, give me your ca- Bitcoin. <laughs> cash is king, but uh, yeah. yeah. Take, take, <laughs> What's your company name again? Where are you? Uh, it's Johnson Glass and Mirror. There you go. Johnson Glass and Mirror. Okay, yes. cool. He knows radio. He's got this. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> so Kyle, this is the fourth annual yes. show off. Why is it called the show off? Basically, that's um, what you know. Some of these guys want to do i mean it's you know half of us you know it's just your your basic daily vehicle you know you get to work and back drive the family around you you have a vehicle in the garage waiting for the weekend or waiting for those shows and that's essentially what you do I show just, up so i just saw mark kovich yeah. got on here and he's a big mustang guy so i feel like he has multiple mustangs and he likes to keep them in the garage, and then on the weekend he'll drive them, or you know he's out of town working, and then he's like, "Hey, I'm back in town. I finally get to drive my car." Yes. You know, so that's yeah. kind of what it's about, right? Yeah. Didn't get, he have a urge. post last night something about like cars as well? That's I said hashtag same. 
Yeah, what did it say? It was it was pretty funny. I can't remember. Oh, man, I gotta go find it. Yeah, but um, you know, if there's any kind of cars that y'all are like into, is it is it trucks or like the Silverado? Yeah, I mean, I'm in a little bit of everything, but me personally, I mean, I like full size trucks. Uh, it started out with minis and stuff, and of course, there's a such a plethora of different vehicles. But I myself, yeah, I like I like full size trucks. Okay, is there something yeah. for you that you're drawn towards? But I like the mini trucks and the full size trucks. Okay. Of course, um, mini trucks that don't really make them anymore. You know, like the little Nissan trucks, Toyota, Tacoma. I think they still make that. They just Frontier, brought the Ford but, Ranger back, but it's like yeah. bigger, or yeah, at yeah, least yeah. it yeah. looks bigger. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's where they're going to midsize. So it's like you know, full sizers just put four friends in there, coolers, yeah. tents in the back, fishing poles, whatever. You know, it's just so much more room. And uh, but mini trucks is kind of where I, was, I started getting the passion for it, and then. Um, built one with friends of mine and it just took off from there hmm. yeah yeah for work i used to have a, a little ford ranger and it was like no seats in the back you know it's just like the one but man i love that truck because you could get anywhere you wanted to go put all the stuff in the back and it was like it was just something about it yeah. so after it got so many miles you know the work where i was at they were trying to give me a new truck and i was like can i buy can i buy this truck because i would i would love to have it but then they had stopped doing that to the employees after some stuff that happened. I was like, somebody ruined it. Exactly. Somebody ruined it for everybody because, man, that truck was a beast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When they're yeah. reliable like that, yeah, that's, it's, it's something you're attracted to. Yeah. yeah and sure. then they gave me a new Ford Ranger, like the exact same <laughs> truck, but like brand new, which was nice yeah. too. And it probably yeah. broke after a while. The other <laughs> Not one's as good working. as the one. Exactly. <laughs> man. Man. Uh, so, yeah. Hey, let us know. Are you going to be checking out the Show Off Car Show? When is it and where is it at? It's um, June 8th and 9th. Uh, we'll be moving in on the 7th that Friday. Uh, Galveston County Fairgrounds right down the road. Um, all outdoor. There's some shaded covered areas, but that's more for, I guess, the games, activities. We're going to have kids stuff to do, vendors, food trucks, you name it. So um, Saturday, 9 o'clock, gates open. We'll probably close around 5 or 6. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Sunday, 10, 10 o'clock in the morning. And then uh, awards about 3 or 4 and sweep it out and wait for next year again awesome so we got about 50 seconds and then we're going to make a switch go on the fm what kind of awards are there so there's different categories uh mostly it's a combined score so you pull your truck in we have judges that check it out get on the scorecard and it's top 75 of the accumulated score and then we have best ofs okay from interior motor work audio paint everything there's about 20 different ones so yeah all right you know I had been, and I, I don't think I had told you this, but playing around with the idea of doing something to my rims because I saw, we have a, a friend here. So one of our coworkers, um, Angie High, her husband, Juan High, he works in like body. And so I've seen some stuff that they put on some rims and it was like this, it changes colors. And I was like, man, I would love to have that done in my car. But here we go. Kurt's face at me. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy. And I'm Kurt. And we're going to be talking about the Show Off Custom Truck and Car Show. It's taking place June 8th and 9th right there at the fairgrounds in Hitchcock. So this event, it's not new. It's been going on for a couple years now. How long has this event been going on? Four years. Four years. This is our fourth year. Yeah. And has it just been getting a little bit bigger every year? Yes. Yeah, it sure has. Okay. And whenever somebody shows up, maybe they've never been to you know one of your the Show Off Car Show or they've never been to one at all. What can they expect whenever they get there? Trucks. Massive amount of trucks from on the ground, 10 feet in the air, any shape, size, form, mostly trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Do more people 
like customized trucks than than cars generally, or is it? Because we're in Texas. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That does make sense. So everybody wants to, you know, yeah. it's drive all about a truck. either super big, humongous wheels, tires, to as low as you can get it on the ground. And nobody's in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Most yeah. Yeah. If you're in the middle, you're average. And, you know, we're not looking at that. High and yeah. low. You know, my dad uh, loved making. Uh, does a uh, does a Camino count as a truck? I love El Caminos. Uh, that's yeah. like that's a half and half. But yeah, it's got a bed, so I'd say pretty much. I would say yeah. Yes. Hybrid. So my dad uh, was born in 1959, and 59 was the first year of the El Camino. And so he was obsessed with El Caminos. In fact, bought like three old ones before he passed away. He was going to make one custom ba- made, nice. all the original stuff, um, and it was going to be cool. But, it, you know, he had little toy cars, little toy trucks, everything. He was, he was hooked on it, huh? Well, yeah, you. it was awesome. You might want to try to build it for him. Man. You never that could know. be your next you project. Get a bug. You might get over here and get a bug. You never know. Yeah. A 59 El Camino. What happens yeah. is you, you do one thing and then... You look at it and you go, man, that looks really good. But then if I do this, that'd make it look twice as better. And it's just, it never stops. <laughs> it never stops. <laughs> it never stops. <laughs> How can I improve my Jeep compass? <sighs> Fixing the compressor. I'm gonna re- <laughs> hey, I'm going to re- recommend keeping it stock because there's no headache stock. And if you go to A and B, in my opinion, stock's the way to do it. I no. leave the show truck no, for the no. show. At that's, least do wheels. That's I, don't, you know, I mean, no, no, wheels, wheels is cool. See. I'm just talking about when it comes to cutting and hacking up. If yeah. you want to get in every day and turn on the key and have no issues, stock is the way to go. Or lifted. A lot of guys and that's coming from reliability from lifted. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lifted lifted's good, too. You just got to have a whole bunch of bank for that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what's, what's the difference between lifted and banked? Well, no, I just mean you got to have a lot of money for the lifted. Because when it comes to lifted, you know, now yeah. if, you get, if you get a 40-inch tire, which is a 40-inch tall tire, I mean, that one tire could be seven, eight hundred dollars, a thousand dollars per tire. Per tire. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. Plus, you got to fill it with a rim. And you know, when it comes to rims for a lifted truck nowadays, it could be seven thousand, could be five thousand for be, all four. Yeah, it could okay. be ten thousand depending yeah. on what you know what your taste is. But I mean, there's a big variety out there. That's mm-hmm. what I've seen. Whenever people sell a truck, it's like I'm keeping my tires and I'm keeping my rims, and then you mm-hmm. can have the stock or exactly. or put whatever you want to on there. Because then they can put it on something exactly. else, right? right? Right on the next. Unless one. you find a right buyer that wants it, yeah, and they're the willing to pay. It. Because exactly. I feel like rims and tires, a lot of the times, that goes taste. Like it's mm-hmm. depending on who is the owner, it's their taste. So exactly. somebody else said, "I'm not going to pay," you know, fourteen thousand dollars for all those tires because if I was going to spend fourteen thousand, I would have exactly. bought those. And exactly. so then they can do that. Yep, that's yeah. true, man. But like you saying, you find the right buyer, and and you're set, man. Mm-hmm. You see, like he has. Copper color wheels. Some people like silver. Some like chrome. Some like polished aluminum. Some like black wheels. I mean, yeah, just, yeah. Like I said, everybody has their own taste. So yeah. that's the great thing about it, though, is you're building something unique to your personal taste. So to me, that's what it's all about: being unique. It's like a extension of your, um, I guess, of your personality. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's for what you I like about it. And your truck? Do you do you ever take it out, or is it mainly just car shows? Oh no, I drive mine. I, I'm not. I'm not the type to put money into it and just look at it. I have to drive mine. I don't drive it. It's not a daily. I have a I have a daily. But when it comes to the weekends, if the sun's out, I'm in that truck for that's sure. That's cool. Yeah. Well, what does it look like? Can uh, you show that picture? Yeah, one time? yeah. It's it's a it's a black Silverado. It's got a uh, copper wheels on it. Let's see. When did you yeah. get into cars? Like, was that at an early age or something more recent? Uh, middle school, high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, magazines at the grocery store with my mom, you know, I would see them and pick it up and grab a mini truck and magazine and flip through it and think, this is, this is crazy. You know, yeah. as a kid, I would see lowrider magazines. It was more, I guess, 
I guess mainstream, but uh, mini trucking kind of just took off. And I saw her seeing street truck magazine is trucking and everything was just more trucks, you know. Yeah. And I'd go to a local car show around the corner, and um, and it just it caught me there. Then yeah. I had to build one. I had to have something. What was your first car? <sighs> Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It was, it was a hatchback. It was a Mercury yeah. Tracer, but I. I tried to total it, never happened. So then I got a <laughs> sit, so then I got a Honda Civic. But uh, he got you, uh, got you around. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get that gap insurance. Hey, yeah. that was the time the Fast and Furious came out. So. It was right before that, and then that ruined it. But yeah, it was, the imports. Uh, you know, a lot of guys start with imports or anything, and then you kind of just find what you know. Some guys eventually go from an import to a truck to maybe a muscle car, a Mustang, or something, and then eventually most of us end up falling into the classic car category. The old yeah. man category. Yeah. yeah, the old man category maybe. Which I don't is know. still a beautiful thing. I like classic cars. Yeah. Or, or classic trucks. When yeah. did you get into cars? Uh, my father used to race drag boats, and he had um, a crazy drag boat. He used to put in the Autorama. So that was like my first taste of customizing stuff, and I've just been around him my whole life. So. Yeah. And, you know, like he's saying, I had the truck and magazine when I was young. And when you when you look at that, it's like, Man, can I ever have that? Yeah, is that obtainable? Are those custom custom trucks? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mag- yeah those magazines. Exactly. Yeah, okay. it's pretty much like what you're seeing and what'll be at the show. Yeah. So right. yeah, it's it's. Uh, what was your first your first vehicle? How were you getting around? I w- it was a 1995 um, Chevy Silverado Extended Cab. Well, you just had it made then, huh? You nah, were good. It to was, good. It, it was a hand me down. I mean, it was a. Uh, it's funny at that time it was on 15 inch wheels by. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, I'm 34 years old. So yeah. It's a little. It's a few years. It's ago. a little better than. Mercury Tracer hatchbacks. Yeah, you know, hey, yeah. Hey, I love that. I I got to point A to point B, and my parents didn't have to take me, so that's all that mattered to me. But no kidding. In high school, that was my first vehicle. I did put um, hubcaps on it, stereo system, uh, neon lights in it. I had to do all that. (laughs) Just a little bit of customization. Just a little bit, just to you know, years. Yeah, of course. I do have to say this. My first system was two ten sitting on top of my back seat in the extended cab. I didn't have a real speaker box. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it, it. you're in high school, you know. 16 years old, man. Your budget is a whole lot different. So my, so my verse, my first vehicle was an '84 Jeep Grand Cherokee. So I, I'm 33. So it's about I got it, you know, like a one, oh two or something, you know, like yeah. a sophomore <laughs> in high school. It didn't have AC. It actually didn't have speakers, but it had like a. a <laughs> so I put a stereo in uh-huh. that. Uh, my buddy like gave me or I bought or something. I don't know where he got it in that. And then like a speaker that I, I that another friend had only one speaker. And so I had to wire it like underneath and I set it underneath the seat. And yeah, then like, had a radio. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. I got something. It had a CD player in there. Oh, man, I was good to go. And then oh, I ended up going to Walmart and buying a box of like these little speakers they were terrible you know but mm-hmm. it was better than at least i had a left and right <laughs> yeah and i put it in the in the back in the middle you know my dad had, had helped me and uh that's how that's how i got around but it's always interesting to see like you know how a passion starts exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and for you guys you know the little the passions you pick up a magazine and it just rolls and, and now you're here you know that's it it could have jelly rolled from where you were at then you might have said you know i have two eight inch speakers let me do two 12 inch ones yeah yeah or three 15 inch ones you never know some yeah. guys do car audio yeah and it starts off just like where you said you know the, the the oem stuff just doesn't really sound good that came with the with the car with the truck so they bump it up and mm-hmm. kind of go crazy and it just never stops yeah so there's yeah. a lot of things that you can customize so i know we touched on this a little bit but let's say somebody has never done anything to their car but mm-hmm. they want to make an upgrade what's something easy they can do that instantly is like oh man kind of makes you stand out that is is something a little bit more simple. 
I'd say probably first thing is just wheels and tires. Mm-hmm. It's the first thing. It just sets it apart from everything else in the parking lot at the grocery store. Wheels and tires. Yeah. And then window tent. That's yeah, like window tent. right off the bat. First thing. Yeah, That's, I always yeah. notice the tent because if, some, if you can see straight into someone's car, yeah. it's just like, huh, you know? But, yeah, there's like a little glaze, and there's different options, exactly. you know, for tent that you can do. You working in glass, yes, you know, what, what kind of options are there? I mean, you got reflectives. You got, of course, the standard limo tent. There's, I mean, now in 2019, you have pretty much every color available. It's just depending on how much you want to spend on it. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? For the car show... Because I know there's, like, legal tint limits. And mm-hmm. for that, like, if you're just showing it off, then you can do whatever. But, like, how dark can you go, like, legally? Thirty, 35% on the driver and passenger door. And all the back ones can be as dark as you want. So the higher the percentage, the the least amount you can That's, see in there? That's yeah. the amount of visibility you can see through the glass. Yeah. So if it's 5%, there's only 5% visibility. Through the 35%, glass. you know, that's how much visibility you have from... The existing original glass used to be so yeah you know tinting a big deal in texas yeah five percent tint so you can't see up in my window (laughs) yeah because i've never (laughs) growing up i've never like in nebraska that's not a thing well dude it's like 108 here yeah i mean it's (laughs) over here it'll cook your arm to where your your driver or your left arm will be red and your right arm won't be in the summertime because it's so hot oh that's why i'm in my ranger yeah i'm driving down like gotta switch your arms and you get some sun Yeah, and I don't yeah. even have. I you don't, you even don't have, have any tent on your window. That's something no. you could do that you instantly do that would for yourself because that will in the summertime you'll appreciate that. Well, think about all the gear that you keep in there. You accidentally leave. Mm-hmm. If people can't see in your like, if someone walks by and they're like, "Hey, that guy has camera gear. That guy has something else." If you put something on there, it instantly makes it less noticeable. And it's it's not that expensive to do no, tin, right? No, tin is very yeah, cheap. Garden. Average average one hundred twenty bucks for all your windows. I've yeah. told you before, I leave my car unlocked. <laughs> for a reason. I purposely don't break the window. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't keep anything in my car. If they want it, they can have it. You can maybe go to like five below with a little shade and just pull it down. <laughs> pull that down. Or privacy shade. Blinds, like you turn it. Yeah. Man, I've seen some interesting things. Like even on, on Facebook, social media is a crazy place, right? Yeah. Where someone's like, hey, I don't have AC, so they install like a, a, a window, window unit. unit. Yes. Hey, Those it, are hilarious. If it man. works, it works, I guess. You know, it depends on what you're trying to get out your car. If you don't right. mind, if your date don't mind uh, getting picked up with an AC unit sticking out the back <laughs> window, I guess it's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, us being from Houston, there is like a culture of cars, you know, like like candy paint, you know, sure. the, the certain kind of rims. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the swingers. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is any of that going to be at the at the show-off car show? You know, we cater the trucks mostly, and of course, you know, some cars too, of course, but... um seems like every year something will just roll through. There and will it, be a few of them. Yeah. It may be not a whole bunch, but there will be there will be a few of them. Because, you know, they want to show their cars, too. It may yeah. be close to where they're at, and they have a nice vehicle, and they're taking out. Which, like you said, we welcome everybody. Everybody is – we appreciate everybody that's going right. to come out and everybody's style and stuff like that. Because it's all the same thing no matter what style you are. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. just like the car. Like, I feel like it's diff- – it's not – different culture but like car culture and then there's different facets just like a music you know there's exactly. music and then mm-hmm. the genres and all that stuff but you got to appreciate it right. you know it's it's furthering the cause that's right of you know like customization in cars and just like bringing it into the spotlight so right now yeah. it's 1022 this is khea radio.com 99.5 fm if you have any questions feel free to ask we're streaming live on social media if you want to attend the show off car show uh, you can you can do that as well. Can y'all let us know when is it again and how can somebody find information or get tickets? June 8th and 9th. Uh, go to showoffcarshow.com. There will be a button on top. Um, you can get all the information you need and also right there front row and center. 
Uh, you can click a button right there to say uh, get tickets. And your Facebook page. And Facebook at Show Off Car Show and Instagram. Show Instagram, you got like 7,000. I wish I had more. This guy just alone triples that. But I, I'm trying to get there naturally. I don't want to buy any likes or anything. That's, Some that's, guys, that's the way to do it. Yeah, just, yeah. All social media is is networking. Yeah. yeah. So your personal one, do you show a lot of your, your vehicle yeah. off? And that's pretty much why I have followers. <clears throat> it's because of my truck. I just post a lot of pictures of my truck. What is your, your Instagram name? My, my Instagram is at John underscore slice underscore. John underscore slice. Wait, when I touched your phone, I was touching like gold. <laughs> All yeah. the followers. Well, no, nah, that really, to me, social media, it's not like that. If I was getting paid off social media, I would feel really cool, but it's not paying me. So it's just followers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So John underscore slice underscore? Yes, sir. 14,000? Okay. No, he has 24. 24,000? 24,000. Dude, is that okay, you jacked? We... Why are you so jacked? Cause oh I go to, hey, hold on, wait, because I go to the Sanctuary Gym. Okay, yeah. yeah. With Jonathan, Jonathan and... Cassidy. Uh, yeah, they're, they're cool. I've seen y'all at the gym. So, we, yeah, we went there, but, like, we had ate Mexican food and then went straight <laughs> to the Sanctuary. Mistake. Worst decision ever. No, not... You know, the Sanctuary Gym yeah. is awesome, and I, yes. and I love... I would go there, you know, No, often. the eating the Mexican food. The mistake was the Mexican food... Before. Right. Yeah, no, so we were supposed to be there at 3 o'clock... We show up to Abuelo's in League City about one thirty, one forty, and we're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's enough time. No, it was not. It's an experience. <laughs> time. You know, right. so we didn't leave, and we're like, man, it's 2.30. Like, what? where did the time go? We got to go. We're going to Friendswood, <laughs> right? Dude, we get to <laughs> yeah. Friendswood, and they're like, we're doing a body analysis, and we're going to do, you know, like, what's the workout? Last time, like, oh, we're going to lift some weights, maybe do some squats. They're no. like, this is what we do to everybody whenever they come through. Yes. Pushing yes. the sled, Hardcore. doing the row. I yeah. have never worked out since. That's how, much, that's how ruined, ruined I was. Like, there's no part of me that ever wanted to feel that way again. I thought I was going to throw up all hey. over Jonathan and Cassidy at the same time. Like, think, the whole gym, it yeah. was going to be, oh. And I think they were pushing for that, Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. I mean, I, I this, I've, I've done it for two years and five months, and I go five days a week. Dude. So, I'm like, I must be crazy because if I don't feel like I'm gonna die afterwards, it ain't worth going. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, you want to you want to feel like you've done you've done something. Exactly. And I guess do you did you have to work up to that? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I started out two days and then three days, then four days, and then five days. It was progressively probably over about six months or so. Okay. Because day one, like getting into the gym, I feel like is an accomplishment in itself, especially if you've been out. Working and stuff, yeah. yeah, and it's like, man, I just just getting here. It's like, hey, yeah. I'm here, you know. And then you kind of ease up, and you get a feeling afterwards, like, man, I put in some work. Exactly. And then I guess it almost gets addicting, like it does to building cars, because you get addicted to that feeling, and then you mm-hmm. got to push a little bit harder. I want that again. I want that again. And well, oh, it's like man. it's like modding your truck, working out is modding your body. Modding your body. So you look in the mirror, and you're like, <laughs> man, that looks good. But if I do about whatever whatever then it'll look even better yeah it doesn't work on instagram man it's a funny thing you have a picture of your truck what five thousand likes i know picture of your selfie 60 likes 60 20 that's because most of my followers are uh, 15 to 19 year old males checking out the car yeah Yeah, you know what i mean yeah so i'm looking at your your latest uh photo posted 14 hours ago and it has the truck from 2017 to 2019 and it has like just a little mod of like a grill can you like what is that so uh okay in 2017 it was a mesh grill behind the um, behind the grill, and on 2019 we actually cut a, a billet grill to fit in there, which kind of mimics what's called like a phantom grill. It was something that's popular like in the 90s on uh, Chevy Silverados, 
So it's kind of a throwback with a modern touch to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and I'm looking at uh, some some overhead shots of the truck. Did you like get up on the roof? Yeah. <laughs> Did you get that photo? Are you out the window I, or what? I wondered that. Actually, actually had a buddy who got a six foot ladder. He takes pictures. Yeah. Like he was, we I parked the truck and all of a sudden he got on this ladder. I'm like, what are you doing? He started taking pictures and he showed me one. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's a very it's good drone picture. Shot. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. gonna call that the drone shot. We're really just on the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> Is there? A style of photography whenever it comes to cars, like the best way, because you mentioned how your buddy is, does he mainly take photos of cars? Yeah, he mainly does uh, like car show photos, yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess you just have to know, like the style would pretty much just, to me a good photographer knows angles, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you can take uh, 100 pictures of a shot, but you know, if you catch the right angle of everything and you get the whole overall picture, to me that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, picture is worth a thousand words. For sure. <laughs> or a thousand likes, depending on how many followers you have. Right? How can we get your followers? Like, <laughs> can you take a picture of our logo and say, hey, go give this, go give these guys uh, a like? Know. Hey, it's all about networking. Just, Man, I just want know, I'll tag y'all, whatever y'all need me to do. I just want yeah. another hundred. That's yeah, all yeah. I want. Yeah. hundred? Too much about to ask. Each tag was we'll about get there 10 today. followers, so it's about 10, 10 uh, tags right there. All right, let's do it. You ready? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a bunch of truck guys. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll have a conversation <laughs> between Gardy and I. You guys can go ahead and just start tagging away. Right? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. So uh, that that event is coming up yes. in June. Has it always been in June? Uh, yes. I've um, been going to shows forever, and March is usually a cooler time of the year, but the rain chances, of course, kind of wash out anything you have planned, so... I thought June, you know, I'd rather deal with the heat than rain. Yeah. You know, knock on wood. We have had some weather issues, but um, but June, you know, it's kind of that part of the year where people are out of school, families are out. It's just uh, just a better time of the year for us. All right, we're going to take a quick break on the FM. We're going to keep it going on our Facebook stream. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. You know, you know, starting an event like this, it's not easy. <laughs> you know, there's a lot that goes into planning, you know, events, especially yeah. – you know, on this scale, and then to keep doing it. You know, mm-hmm. I guess what gave y'all the idea to to start to start this event? You know, like I guess going to other shows, you're like, you know, I could probably do one, or like, how did that go? It's just um, going to a bunch of them and thinking, you know, let's try one out. You know, yeah. try one, put it out there. Hopefully, you get fifty, sixty trucks, get some feedback, try it again, try to correct your mistakes, or try to see what what people want in an event. And then, um, you know, it, it's to me, it's 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 fun. It's kind of like a, I don't know, kind of like a reunion. You know, yeah. Once a year, you see all your buddies, you see your family, you see guys that you haven't seen since your last show. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's just it's more or less like that. You know, I love it. You know, yeah. I wouldn't change it for the world. Is there going to be food or food vendors or food trucks or anything out there? Yes. Yeah. There's going to be uh, four or five food trucks. Anything from barbecue, tacos, snow cones. Um, yeah, anything. Pretty much, it's uh, yeah, they're gonna have anything you need. <coughs> what are some of the other vendors and stuff that you're gonna be having there? Uh, clothing lines, uh, anything related to hot rods, muscle cars, trucks, um, wheel and tire companies. Um, my main sponsor, Spider Wraps, on the top. He does uh, vehicle wraps. I don't know if you've seen that before, but it's like the big sticker that kind of goes over vehicle. Yeah, and displays your company, or you could do a full color change. If you so want. on a vehicle that I had previously. I did. I plasti dipped my rims. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I didn't get like a spray or anything. I just went and bought the cans, and I wanted them black. Mm-hmm. I had a white car. I thought it looked cool, and it it did to me, you know. And yeah. it's I only did it one time, and it stayed, you nice. know, for like I had the car for like two years, yeah. you know. Um, but 
I've seen people plasti dip cars. Do you know what you know what plasti dip is? It's y'all know y'all know what it yeah, is, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you it's like a it like, looks like a spray paint can, but it's supposedly like plastic that yeah, sprays like out, layer, almost like and then you of, can peel it off. Yeah, so it's crazy. Yeah. It you know it kind of reminds me of, of wrapping a car, but it's another little uh, custom thing. But I've seen people that have wrapped cars not just like in graphics, but also in just like flat. I want my car flat white, flat black. Exactly. Yeah. There's a guy sign fly, and those are. Is that the kind of things that uh, Spider Wraps does? Yeah, yeah, he does uh, full wraps. Um, you can do color changing to chrome blue if you wanted to. Wow! Or your full logo across the side, or a picture of your face. Whatever how does you that? Want. How long does that last? Uh, as far as I know, they've came around the past few years with the UV coatings and all that. So it used to be a couple of years, but now it's probably. Three or four years, I would say at least. Yeah, because yeah. I'm just thinking like with the Plasti Dip lasting for like two years and, you know, washing my car and do ev- doing everything, it was fine. You know, like yeah. those wraps, I feel like they would last just as long, probably longer. Yeah, yeah. And, and it'll protect your paint, so that's a bonus for yeah. how long you had on there. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, if you buy a brand new truck and you don't want to, you know, go get a full paint job or, you know, something that's kind of irreversible, wrap it whenever you want to trade it in. You know, if you have a lease vehicle, peel that, it off and trade it back in. Is that more affordable, like to wrap, or is it about the same? Well, paint job can go from five or six grand to ten, fifteen. You never know. Yeah, uh, wrap could be anywhere from twenty five hundred and up. It just depends on how crazy you want to go. Mm-hmm. You know, it just depends on how far they. You know, because you can get it wrapped and then not take off the side view mirrors and save hundreds of dollars, or else you can pay five thousand and they take off every piece of plastic, yeah. wrap every part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Well, there's yeah. a lot of stuff you can do. Um, yeah. For sure. Definitely. Yeah, I had I had asked uh, one of these guys that we had maybe spider wraps could do this, like with Kurt's car because we bring it up quite often and he does too. Like his the 2010 the Jeep Compass, you know, mm-hmm. 148 thousand miles, uh-huh. no tint oh, yeah. on the window, has a KHEA oh, yeah. radio sticker on the back. Uh-huh. It's Ooh. pretty bad. It's a bad. It's a bad car, it's, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the baddest car that you've ever seen in your life. I want I yeah. bring it out. Just bring it to the show off car show if you can. Bring it out there. I'll get I'll get Jack to Look put out uh, spider wraps. We'll, we'll, We'll put your face on the side, <laughs> thumbs That's up, K H E A, whatever you want to do, man. That's what he wants. I do. I want it want. too. Yeah. I put your face on each one of your rims. That way, when you're driving, your face is just spinning around. Is it? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's possible to wrap his car, but to wrap it in like at least like a 2019 Jeep Compass, <laughs> <laughs> so it looks yeah. like that, or like that be even funny. better, like a BMW. Yeah. Like we wrap it, and it's like, how did you do that? That's yeah. an excellent idea. Spider wraps. Spider wraps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let yeah. them know. It could be a million dollar idea. I'm going to get with Jack here this afternoon and see if we can come up with that. Yeah, yeah he has a, I need a, a Tesla. I don't know. Like, what else would you wrap? If you could wrap your car in anything and it turns into a different car, like mm. an F 250. 2010 Jeep Company. <laughs> <laughs> you get awesome. a wrap and it's like, I got to protect my paint. You know, this yeah. is what it looks like. You wrap it the exact same. Every blemish. <laughs> Every you know, the best yeah. part about the Jeep Compass, right? The 2010 Jeep Compass. What's that? Is apparently there weren't like manual, like or automatic windows or automatic locks in yeah. 2010. <laughs> right. You know, like so, blow, mind blowing, right? You yeah. never have to worry yeah. about your door. Right. We've only had apparently automatic locks and automatic doors <laughs> for nine years, <laughs> right? The yeah. 2011 yeah. Jeep Compass had it, but the 2010 Jeep Compass. They do that for cardio reasons. That way, yeah, cardio. I remember though having like a 2001 <laughs> Pontiac Sunfire that had automatic. <laughs> but Jeep apparently just the, the 2010. They had other things in mind. Well, yeah, you know my oh, 84, my 84 Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, it didn't. It definitely had the you know roll Great the windows. Stuff. I don't even. Mm-hmm. You could move the seat back, you know, and that was about it. <laughs> but funny. yeah, I kind of I got into Jeeps, but I never actually had like a real Jeep Jeep. So my first car was a Jeep, and then I got like. 
I've had like like I think four like four Jeeps in my life, but I've never had like a, a Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> They've all oh, yeah. been like different <laughs> sections of Jeeps, and uh, so I, I I feel for Kurt, you know, with the compass, and you run into Jeep guys, which is a culture in itself. Sure. They're like, that's not a Jeep. That's like, in two weeks. Uh, go topless uh, topless weekend. Have you seen that? Yes. 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 That'll pretty much take over. Everything. Anywhere south it's of Wranglers. Beltway. Yeah, yeah there would be crazy amounts of Jeeps at that. Thing. Yeah, that yeah. Is, it's a good time. It gets kind of wild. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, so, Kurt, don't show up. Please stay away. <laughs> Please stay away. I can see you trying to fit in like, hey, what's up? But it's all like the Wrangler, you know, family. How many get of these cars have been featured on KHGA radio videos? <laughs> Zero. These? Zero. Zero. No, they do, not, they do not stand up. <laughs> well, we we just showed off a, actually quite a few. The and Jeep, the, the, the inst- Jeep the Jeep Compass. Yeah, the Jeep Compass. <laughs> Just the word Jeep. Compass. We told him it's called yeah. a heap. If we pronounce it in it's Spanish, heap. it's a heap. <laughs> something. It's a heap yeah. something. <laughs> oh. No, it, it's a good it's a good it's got car. Four thousand dollars left still on it. It's still worth something. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, that gap insurance. I should have bought it. Could <laughs> have just left it maybe in the street or in Harvey, you know. They're like they're like you have you have four thousand dollars that you own on it, but I'll, you know it's only worth like a penny. And you're like, dang, <laughs> you know, like what? With with Harvey, so we were talking about some stuff the other day with this lady about ponds. So there's these people that they cultivate their ponds. It's and this is what they do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think about this before, but Harvey came and, and wiped out a bunch of these people. They put in like thousands and thousands of dollars and and work. It's mm-hmm. gone. So with that, how did that affect? You know, people in their cars, you know, because that's an investment. And I'm sure some people were probably unfortunate and some people tried to do what they could. But can you all share anything about that? Mm. I've known a few guys that lost their vehicles in a flood and there's nothing you could do. We had a buddy of ours that just bought a little SUV and he had his uh, it was Joe that had his his truck at Will's shop in Alvin. Oh, yeah. And the water was rising. So he put on jack stands in the front, put on jack stands in the back. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, the next day it gets higher and higher, so he had to put it up on higher jack stands and keep on going. And it was literally that far from getting inside the doors in the truck. And it was like, I mean, he's barely made it by a quarter of an inch and saving wow. the whole thing. So, um, yeah, we've had a few guys that have lost, you know, their vehicles in the flood. And, you know, some custom insurances will cover it. Some guys just have the basic insurance full coverage, and it doesn't really cover all the add-ons that you do to it. So it's yeah. kind of a loss. So. so there's a specific, like, a custom insurance that you can get because – Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. your truck, you put into it, you know, and yeah. it's exactly what you like. But, you know, someone says like, well, I don't, you know, exactly. it's worth this, you know, or whatever. And it's like, no, I put in however much money you can get something and they'll work with you if mm-hmm. you yeah. find it. Yeah, they have some special insurance like for show cars and stuff like that. Yeah. And you like put you so many miles on it per year. You know. Yeah. yeah. You won't get exactly back <laughs> on what you put in it, but it'll at least be better than the. Than nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 2000 Chevy, you're going to get. <laughs> Seventy five hundred bucks, and you have thirty no. grand in it, and you're like, "Oh God, what do you do?" Yeah. So at least the the, the custom insurance will get you, get you taken care of in case you have an accident, flood, exactly. yeah. forbid anything else. So there's one car that I'm into, you know, Kurt's dad with the El Camino, and I'm sure Kurt, you know, has a connection to that. But for me, uh, after seeing Back to the Future, you know, as a oh, child, yeah. oh yeah, I've always wanted a DeLorean. Yeah. And sure. I was this close to pulling the trigger, about. I don't know, like two years ago or so, because there's a the shop is in Humble, mm-hmm. and right. I went and visited it, and they had some for sale. So they'll get some in, they'll either refurbish them or you can actually get them to build you a brand new one because they have all the parts. Oh, really? I've seen that. You can, yeah. yeah. I've seen it up there, but I never stopped by there. Yeah. TV show or something about mm-hmm. it. Or something like that. Yeah, they're yeah. they're there. You know, they have a shop. They have some in the lot. They, I mean, yeah. it's 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 really neat. And uh, 
but I didn't do it. And I was looking at all the different insurances and, you know, where are you going to keep it? Is it going to be in a garage? Because if you get it, like, as a classic car, there's all kinds of things oh, yeah. you can do. Mm-hmm. So it's just really interesting. But I'll show you all my – I have a uh, – and I'm going to get. I'm gonna own one one day. DeLorean, I love those, yeah. too. Are you going to? Oh, yeah, I will. But, like, I've had yeah. I've had this, you know, tattooed on my Sweet. on my arm for, like, 88 12 years. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to get <laughs> one, man. That's, that's yeah. one of my favorite yeah. movies, man. Ever. Yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great yeah. movie. Just, like, I remember I was, like, probably, like, six or seven, and exactly. it came on TV – and uh, y- y'all might remember, but there was a cartoon that they used to show like on Saturday mornings of a uh, Back to the Future cartoon. And then oh, yeah. after that, I was like, I got into the- into that. And that's been the car that I've always had. Is there one that y'all have where it's like, man, I don't own it now, but I have to own one one day? Nothing. Of course, everybody, you always think the Corvette, you know, you know midlife crisis might get a Corvette. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I really don't have one that's in particular. Um I think offhand. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you? Mine's pretty cliche, but a 1970 Chevelle would be pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Black or what color? Uh, black would be nice. Black. I, I just it's one of those cars. Being a kid, I've always like really liked. So I think I think if I had one, I'd have fun with it. Yeah. Could have sold you mine. If I would have known. <laughs> you had one? I had one, but uh, it, it just it was way more than I thought it would be. You know, okay. as far as the putting paint into and body it? and everything. Yeah, putting into it. So yeah. yeah, I had an offer that I couldn't refuse and. Hey, come pick it up. See yeah. You. My yeah. father-in-law, he's into cars, and um, he'll get, it's classic cars. <laughs> we had talked about this a little bit. Right. So, I mean, all the cars that he's had, you know, over the years, the most recent one that he had fixed up, keeps it for a bit, maybe maybe drives it, like, once every six weeks, you know, kind of just out and, and would mm-hmm. take it exactly. back to the house. But it was, like, a, I believe, like, a 56 Chevy. And so he had, you know, redone the paint, had the upholstery done. Obviously, had to do some stuff underneath the, the engine and – and I was talking to my wife about it. I'm like, you know, think about all the money, you know, he put into it and all the little stuff. And then, mm-hmm. you know, it turns around. I don't know what he sold it for, but I'm just thinking like, there's no way. There's no way he's getting it out. But it's just, it's a project and it's fun, you know, to be mm-hmm. able to get something, exactly. build it, make it what you want. And then, yeah. hey, I'm going to do it again, you know. Some people just give them something to do and mess with. <clears throat> and keeps, you know. Sure, creativity. And, and Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Cool. Um, they have that, well, earlier I was talking about that paint. Uh, it was Juan, Juan High, but I saw one of his sons because they work with him and they do like body shop customization or mm-hmm. whatever. And uh, they were painting some rims, but it was that paint like it's like purple, green, blue, you know, depending on how you look at it. And I was like, oh, yeah. so my car is actually green and it's like a, I'm trying to think of the color green, but it's not like, I don't know, but it's not like green, green. But I was like, man, that would look it's cool. A dark my- green. <clears throat> it's like a forest e green, okay, gotcha. or something, and uh, that's one of my uh, green's one of my favorite colors. Same here. Yeah. And uh, ever since I had a a BMW and it flooded out during when I was living in Houston, and uh, ever since then I was like, I gotta have another green car because it was a green, it was a green car, and I've always wanted another one. So then I was like, man, it would look slick on those those rims. I don't know how much though, because I don't want to be like put a target on myself. Yeah, is that something you can do? Like if like, hey. Oh, there's that guy driving around in the in the truck. You know what I mean? Oh, that's that's definitely in Houston. It's, it's yeah, possible. There's, there's bad apples everywhere, man. No matter where you go, <laughs> just gotta be careful where you park, I guess. Yeah. The um the one thing that I really like is those when you customize the paint job, but it like it's a different color kind of thing. What is that called? Is there a certain chameleon? name? Oh, chameleon. Okay, yeah, it's okay. Chameleon. And uh, some of them it's an actual pearl top coat on top of the, the base color. So you know it's kind of like a blue, and you see it in the sun. It kind of that 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 pearl in it would kind of give it like a different sheen in the sunlight and yeah 
Yeah, there, there's different kind of paints now, and the technology has came so far now to, to get different mixtures and to get it right, you know. So they there, there's some paint jobs out there now. You think it's like there's one that we saw the other day. Um, we went down to Galveston with some buddies, and I thought it was a black Chevy pickup. Mm-hmm. And we got it out there, and we were hanging out on the seawall, and I went and looked at it, and it was actually a dark metallic purple. And I had no idea until I got literally from me to you away from it, and the sun hit it, and I was just like, wow. Yeah, so there's so many different shades and anything you can do. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's the one I want on my car. Black yeah. and purple? Black and purple. Well, like, yeah. that's a good combo. Yeah, yeah, compass. definitely. Compass is getting wrapped. 2010, compass is getting wrapped. Dark purple. purple. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I don't know if I want to do any upgrades. I want to get rid of that car. <laughs> well, let's, not, let's not get crazy about this Jeep compass because I got like a year left and then I'm tossing that yeah, thing. Well, I'll drive it. I'll drive it to the the junkyard myself. And <laughs> hitchhike back. You, know, you say that and you might keep it and start fixing it up little by little. You never know. It exactly. might become There's the no next new thing. There's no fixing that car. <laughs> you can't take away the mileage. You can't take away the fact that it needs a compressor. You can fa- How much does a compressor cost? Uh, like you... 400, 500 bucks. Yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right off the bat. And that's what some guys do. Honestly, they'll 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 get a vehicle. They'll pay it off. They'll get another one. And they'll keep that one and just tinker with it on weekends. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be a certain kind of Chevy pickup or a certain kind of Ford Mustang. I've seen anything and everything fixed up. And most of the time, it's from that kind of situation. They'll, they'll just have it. They'll yeah. keep it, and it won't sell it. And then they'll sit in the driveway one day and like, you know what? I want to put some 20s on it. You never know. And then it, <laughs> just, it just kind of just goes from there. So, Man. Yeah. We have a friend, David Carricker, who in his garage, well, he has – a little bit of land in Santa Fe, but he has like a little gra- uh, a garage, but he has a lift like straight up in there. So nice. on his at his house, so he can just like pick it up and put in work on it himself. That's but weird. there's a um, yeah. there's a couple cars. Like I know his dad had had some, and then he actually ha- has had a couple too. But he drives it around like his his classic car. I don't even know what it is, but it's he, a little blue one. Well, yeah, it and y'all may know this or may not, but it was the Nissan like Z, but before Nissan purchased it. Like back in like the seventies, Datsun, Datsun, yeah, yes, seventies. Yes. Yes. So yeah, they're into to Datsun. So he's had a couple. Had one got rid of his dad had 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 a couple too, and so that's what he's driving right now, or he's driving his F one fifty, you know. And so nice. it's it's kind of cool to see you know him drive up, and I'm like, dude, because he'll fix it up, yeah. you know, himself, and he knows a little bit. Of, but man, it always makes me uh, like down here in League City, envious. Like yeah, I've seen the guy and his dad building some. Some of buddies of mine, I think it's their friend. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, sure. they they know a yeah. lot of people. I'm sure because he's into cars. Like, he's always looking around on Craigslist, like at deals and, and <laughs> right, buying right, something yeah. and selling it. Or like, I've never kind of known somebody. A bunch of tattoos all the way around. Is that him? No, he okay. don't have any tattoos. Okay. In. But yeah, yeah da- it's cool. Like, him, yeah. it kind of makes me envious. And I'm like, man, I wish I knew anything about like fixing a car because you can get a good deal and and you know fix For it sure. and build it how you want. I guess Google. Yeah, Google. <laughs> Pick it up. You just go online, figure out anywhere to find parts. You know, look at pictures that are custom ones, and then. Get ideas and get inspired and just start building one, man. Yeah. That's a fun thing. Yeah, it's definitely fun. Kurt, I could cool. see you in the in the Datsun. I would love the Datsun. Just buy it from him. <laughs> and then he can buy another one and fix it up as well. It would be better be than good. my Jeep Compass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Your Jeep's pretty nice. <laughs> so that event is taking place uh, in June, mm-hmm. and we kind of found out a little bit why. What are some things that y'all have added over the years I guess to kind of improve because anytime you do something, you'd be like, oh, we, we could have done this better. You know, right. Like, what's the difference from like the first one to now? 
I would say now is more or less um, getting people involved at the show instead of just parking, kind of sitting around and, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> talking. I mean, it's most of the guys usually do that and hang out. It's kind of yeah. just a way to get away from work and life. But, um, you know, it's uh, my nickname is Pickle, and we had a pickleating contest at a buddy of mine's show down here at um, Gulf Greyhound Park. I was like, you know what? He doesn't do that show anymore. I'll continue that one on. So we have kids and adults, bowl of pickles. It's kind of gross, but... You know, it's just fun, a contest. Though. Yeah, just a good old fun contest. We'll do that. Um, we've also added in a chocolate milk chug, which people <laughs> love to see. Just the end results. <laughs> like yeah, how much? just the end result. Yeah. You don't like you chocolate know, milk? You know what happens when you chug milk, though, right? Summer yeah. Sun. Yeah, especially summer. 100 degrees outside. Yeah. Well, how much How much are they trying to drink? Uh, it yeah. depends on how many people we get. I'll get 12 half-gallon containers. Yeah. And um, if I get six people, they're going to drink split it up. a whole gallon. Mm-hmm. If not, then... The more people involved, the better, because they only have to drink half a gallon instead. <laughs> exactly. Who's quickest or who holds it down? Who's quickest and got to hold it down for a couple minutes, whatever minutes. whatever our uh, mm-hmm. MC decides to, to force them upon. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was nice for y'all to allow it to be chocolate milk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk. Instead of regular milk. flavor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kurt, you don't like chocolate milk? I love chocolate milk, oh, okay. but not a custom, like, going at it, you know, like... <laughs> competition? Race competition, like, race to chug, like, oh. A chocolate milk connoisseur. He wants to enjoy. You know, I like, yeah, yeah. sit at home. hurl, like, thinking about it. It's like yeah. that 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 meme with pie eating competition. It's like, no, nah, free pie, son. Like, I can see that could be encouraged. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, nah, I've seen that meme. Chocolate yeah. milk, you know, pinky yeah. up. Just going to enjoy it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. You know, it'd be maybe a better experience that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that's cool because y'all are able to get the family, you know, involved. Even like with the pickle eating competition, I've never seen that before. It, pickle eating it, competition, I could do. It's something different, yeah. And it's like I said, we're also adding stuff to do for kids. We're having a. Uh, there's also a, some guys out in Louisiana that make coloring books that are all custom trucks for okay. kids. So they're going to bring some over. Um, we're having coloring books out there for all the kids out there on the stage. They can color. We'll give it about an hour. The best mm-hmm. one are going to. Uh, scooter, thanks to uh, some friends of mine, Misty and Nick. Um, they're gonna give a scooter for the best one out there. We're also gonna have like a relay race for the kids, um, all kind of different, yeah. Also, a, a moonwalk with a water slide and all that yeah. good stuff. And um, we also do like a tire toss, wherever chunk of tire the furthest, nice. just something to do. Um, uh, five on five tug of war, and also the, the truck guys, their favorite is a limbo contest with your truck. Oh, we could go the lowest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll start off, you know, with the sticks, you know, five feet high. Yeah. Go through it, get down, get through it, and we'll, you know, drop it down another quarter of an inch. The guys that hit the bar, they're out. Ah, oh, yeah, Circle yeah. back around and try it again, and then over and over. And That's fun. Yeah. It's just something just for everybody just to stay entertained and keep them busy all day. Yeah. Yeah. The coloring books is a cool idea because that can help spark kids' interest, like, to customization, exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah definitely. And, um, we're going to have goodie bags for 20 kids. Um just come and sign up and just, you know, mm-hmm. make a day of it. Have a good time. All right. Sounds like a lot of fun. So we have about like five or six minutes left, and we got a minute left in this song. We're going to go back on after this. We'll talk for a little bit more and uh, about everything. So. Make sure that we recap, you know, when the event is. You have a lot yeah. of sponsors. Uh, are you guys yeah. still looking for sponsors and stuff? Uh, definitely. Um, can't get on a flyer anymore. I just sending my final uh, artwork last night. Oh, man, we missed it. But, of course, you know, we'll still put you on for, for digital-wise uh, to post online. But um, as far as print goes, uh, those are picking up tonight, and we're going out to uh, Alabama tomorrow. So For that other car show? Yeah, but yeah. To also promote ours because a lot of the Gulf Coast, we all kind of go to each other's events from 
here. There's a big one in Biloxi in June. Uh, there's one in Conroe in February. But, you know, all the guys, they like to travel. Oh, yeah. Take a couple of vacation days just to. You, you know, put it on the trailer, though, right? Yeah. You got to put yeah, it on yeah. the trailer because like I tends kind of brutal. I'm gonna yeah, put, yeah. put some miles on the, sure. on the on the low rider. Yeah. So we got a uh, here we go. Ten seconds, and we're gonna talk for a bit. So here we go. <laughs> Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. It's 10:51. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy, and I'm Kurt. And we're talking about the show off car show. It's taking place. In June, we're very excited to be learning about it today. If you have a car and it needs to be shown off, if you have a truck and it needs to be shown off, this is an opportunity for you. If you like to go look at vehicles, learn about different ways you can customize, and then also see some different vendors, have something for the family to do, this may be an opportunity for you. Yeah, what? tell us a little bit about the event, what's going on, and, and how people can learn about it. Uh, June 8th and 9th, um, Galveston County Fairgrounds, all weekend. Uh, Friday will be a move-in day. Saturday gates open at 9, Sunday they open at 10 a.m., showoffcarshow.com, Instagram or Facebook at showoffcarshow. Uh, go online, get your tickets, register your vehicle. Uh, we'll cut off at about uh, mid-May for uh, online registration, but also the day of, feel free to come on in. So this truck on the flyer, there's a green mm-hmm. one, and that's close to the color of my of my car. Uh, yeah, but what kind of truck is that? It's a C10, and that is by Legend... I guess in our in our industry and in in the city, uh, builder uh, Ricky Holly, uh, him and uh, Alamo Customs down here in in, in Alvin, they uh, they built that truck over a period of a couple of years, and they'll do a new one every couple of years now. It's that truck it's, it's crazy what he does. Something serious. They yeah. started from the frame and built out instead of you know what I mean. Yeah, finding the finding the yeah I, I got yeah, you. They, yeah, it's a very very beautiful. There's so many details in that thing. It would blow. It take probably a couple hours just to walk around and actually. You know, hear about everything that's been done to it. Wow. A lot of it's so custom, you wouldn't know because you look at it and it looks stock, but a lot of work's been done to it. That's what I use are local vehicles that you'll see there at the show or if not around town. You know, at the Kima meet down here, you know, at the Home Depot. I don't know if you've ever seen all the vehicles down here. Yeah, Yeah, local meets and greets and shows. I try to keep it where, you know, if you see it on the flyer, you've seen it at the the event before or you'll see it there this time around. On the flyer, there's also, is that an F-250? Yes. Is that your truck? No, 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 no. That's a, a local shop. It's their uh, their feature vehicle they use for uh, promotion and um, for shows. And uh, it, it's more or less an F two fifty. It's just a Texas truck. <coughs> if oh yeah, I can't I go rolled, wrong. If I rolled up in that with the Jeep Compass, you, no, no, no doubt. If I had like that tall of a uh, suspensions there, are you wait? Yeah. Are you saying if you had the Jeep Compass like in the bed, like in the back, then no, you would no, get no, some I'm respect? Talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about if I had that, you know, on the oh, bottom of my Jeep Compass, that lift. Yes, that would be ridiculous. All the Jeep guys would respect you then. I yeah. yeah, I feel like yeah, you would drive I'm over the one, them. I'm the one that's gonna like, you know what they do on the Jeeps where they drive up on another oh, tire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I'm gonna do that, but I'm gonna do it over the entire Jeep. You just hop out and be like Compass. <laughs> <laughs> compass life. I've always wanted to do like a Jeep Compass like Facebook group. Should there's probably a yeah. community of them out there. I'm being dead I'm, serious. I'm They're just sure waiting, there waiting for you know there is. Dude. Oh yeah, for anything there is. Yeah. yeah, like a Jeep Compass, and then sh- roll up in our Jeep Compass like shades. There you. Go. And we show up, and you're like, um, yeah. excuse me, Jeep Compass coming through. Yeah, where where do the VIP park at? You gotta have your, your matching shirts and everything, of course. You could do like the other Jeep. That would just be the name, and then it's open to everybody else. <laughs> Who's a fan of of other Jeeps besides the Wrangler? No. Just compass, okay. Just compass. That's it. I've only seen like one other compass in real life. That's it. 
I saw one other one at a at the at the Jeep place down the street. It's a rarity. Yeah, so it's it's a very distinguished taste. Oh yeah. It's like a fine sucker mom's everywhere. It's like a fine <laughs> fine escargot or something. <laughs> Definitely gonna be a collector's item. You don't wanna keep it. It's so rare. All right, so it's ten fifty thousand dollars worth. Oh, man. Of what? Oh, how much you bought it for? <laughs> yes. It's all right. You needed a car and it was it's been faithful to you for the most part. It was like seven thousand dollars, like if I had bought it right then, but it turned into like fourteen. I got oh, I no. got jipped. <laughs> oh, no. I got jipped like a five year <laughs> interest rate was like three hundred percent and it was just awful. At the time you were just closing your eyes going. Yeah. Sign it. I gotta go to work. I showed up. I'm like, this is what I can afford. This is what I can got. And they got, we got the perfect car for you. <laughs> Bring it out. And I was like, you got anything else? And they're like, nope. This is it. And I'm like, all right. This is the one. Yeah, we got him. We got it. We've been looking yeah. for him our entire like they, they retired. Like, <laughs> it gets him around. So I mean, hey. That's true. All right, it's 1056. This is KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM, talking about the show-off custom truck and car show. It's taking place June 8th and 9th at the Galveston County Fairgrounds. There are a ton of sponsors. If you go to showoffcarshow.com, you can learn more. Show Off Car Show also on social media. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on Instagram. Bring your car out. Bring the family out. Get your tickets, and you can find out everything you need to know on their website. Find out if Kurt's vehicle is going to be there. Uh, entered and and that's going to be that's the question I'm wondering about. I'm going to yeah. be there waiting. By the <laughs> gate. Is it here? I'll have a Is specialty award for the best Jeep, Jeep compass. compass. So that's if you, you show up, you get your award. You you, you never know unless <laughs> people know now. I'm going to go buy. I've never won an award in my life. Bring it on down to the show off car show. You might have the best 2010 Jeep Compass. That's I'm going to go buy a Jeep Compass. Just to, just, uh -oh. <laughs> Both y'all pull up the lock on it. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Oh, that would be a great video. Right? That would, would. Just head to head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> terrible. How can people find you guys on uh, and get in contact and learn more? Uh, 832-991-7469, which, of course, those digits are S-H-O-W if you look on the keypad. Kind of old school. Nobody uses that anymore. But yeah, uh, that and, uh, email, showoffcarshow at gmail.com. That's about the uh, two easiest way to get a hold of us. Cool. So. Hey, we appreciate you guys coming in and taking the time to hang out with us today. Yeah, Excellent. thank you. Thank, thank you, you Guardy. Thank you, Kurt. All right. Thank hey, y'all have a blessed day. Thank you so much for uh, for starting your day. If you're watching on Facebook, if you're listening on KHEA Radio's website or on 99.5 FM, you're awesome. This is your new morning routine every weekday, 8.30 to 11. You know, tomorrow we're going to be on site in Leak City at the mm. Music Festival and Barbecue Cook-Off in the morning. So make sure you tune in. We're going to be talking to Mayor Pat Alessi and some other people from the Lions Club, people putting on the event. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, so make sure that you tune in 8.30. You can listen to us on khearadio.com. You can also watch us live on Facebook, share it out, tell a friend. Uh, there's plenty of ways, the TuneIn app, and then also – we're going to be launching our own app, so stay tuned for more right here on KHEA Radio and KHEARadio.com. All right. Let's see. Coming up next, we have some 10th Avenue North. KHEA Radio, 99.5 FM. You guys have a blessed day. Awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye, Faith. 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 Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye,